During his stay with Ivan, the nudist mage who shuns society and its ways, Georg not only learns some new spells, but also of a magic airship where this land's magic users congregate. All was welcome if you can get on it by yourself and find it, of course. Ivan does tell him where he may find some griffins which may be useful to achieve that end. When the week ends, he says his goodbyes to Ivan and heads off following the river with his two remaining slaves. It is a dangerous journey, and during an encounter with more Sturges, Orwell is seriously injured, but they manage to create a stretcher to carry him along. They encounter some lizard men not long after, and while they drive them off, decided to leave the wounded Orwell behind so they can move faster in case the lizard men come back. Eventually, wounded, tired and filthy, they reach the town of Shirebrook a few days later, where the townsfolk arrange for a doctor to see to their wounds and seem amazed at the tale of Georg's journey. Georg decides to stay in the town a while, so he and Reptar can recover from their injuries. During his stay, he learns the town is home to two more wizards, Roana, sickly but strong, who runs the regent shop in town, and Aldric, advisor to Baroness Valmount, and fellow stargazer. He is also approached by the local sheriff, and given a stern warning not to cause trouble for the town. He manages to get an audience with Aldrich, and learns a little more about the airship. Later, while once more regaling the locals about the wondrous journey of Georg the Great, he is approached by some dwarves who ask him to deal with some bullywugs who have been harassing their mining operations. Georg agrees to take the task and heads out with Reptar, but not before removing his bronze collar. The pair manage to track down some frogmen, and with Georg's magic and Reptar's might, they make short work of all but one of the bullywugs. They start removing the legs off their fallen foes, and when the lone survivor awakes, Georg sends him off with a message that if the Bullywugs do not leave, all will meet the same fate as its slaughtered companions. As Georg and Reptar return to the dwarves to feast on delicious frog's legs in a victory feast, he has a niggling thought that perhaps he had started a war between the town and the Bullywugs. What consequences will Georg's actions have? Will he find the airship? How will he manage to get on it? Find out next time on Dicing with Death. Why, hello there, everybody, and welcome to Dicing with Death. Long time no see. Ryan, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Good to be back at the tabletop. Absolutely. It has been, it's been like almost a month now. Yeah. Hey, you've had a few sessions in between now and then, but this is the only—I haven't played D and D in like a month. Yeah, and Jones and for a fix. Um, so, what? Uh, well, how was your New Year's? How was your Christmas? 
How was your microscope education? <laughs> good, good, and good. What what type yeah. of microscope did you practice or train on? Oh, uh, a whole bunch. Um, one of them that was pretty impressive. It's called the Nion. You guys, N I O N. Look, look it up. There's less of those in the world. There's three of those basically. A Nion. Yeah, I don't know that it would mean anything, but. Not a Nikon, but a Nion. No, no. N-I-O-N. It's like the Ferrari of electron microscopes. So that was pretty cool to see in action. And a whole week of like classes and labs. That was fun. And before that, the holidays. I don't know. Traveling so much, I can't even even keep track. How about you? Moving moving countries. Moving countries. Battling internet issues. Uh, You might notice that today's stream is slightly lower resolution than normal. And that's because we are fighting the the crappy internet in Chiang Mai, Thailand, where I live now. But don't worry, there are plans to fix it. There's different offices and we're going to get all sorted out. But today we're going to stick out with, God, we've got some weird resolution we're broadcasting at today. I think we're broadcasting at 960 by 540 because I didn't want to go all the way down to 480. Um, but this should, this should be great. And uh, everything else has been fantastic. Um, yeah. So why don't we, without further ado, hop into the game because we're a little late and I need my Dyson with Death Fix. Um, yeah, yeah, so. So. Uh, you missed the recap, so you can you can bring us up to speed. It'll be your test. Me and the, me and the viewers well, know what's going on. There's no need for a test. You guys just heard the wonderful recap. So Ryan, <laughs> you're hanging out in Shirebrook, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yes, I think I'm in the. So I think we faded to black last time in the Dwarven mining camp, like northwest of town. Yeah, that's correct. With, we were we were having a, a horrible horrible feast on the on the legs of the fallen bullywugs. Sure. Um, and I th- yeah, I don't think there's anything else that needs to be done there. I think we can just kind of move on to the next day. Do you need to rest for some days? There... Um, no, I'm at full. Full. I did just level up. I I don't think Reptar took damage either. We've been resting in town for a week. Um, but now I do want to. Do you have a task Reptar upgraded? Uh, so is this describe? I guess where where we are. What's going on? Is the Dwarven camp permanent, or they go back to town at night? They live in town. They just have like okay. a the mines fronts are there, and there's some small equipment shacks and some gear there. Uh, but they all head back to the town. So, okay. All right. So then I guess we we party and feast, and then head head back into town. Well, I guess we just feast. We just eat frog legs. <laughs> but I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, These dwarves are a lot less fun than I was hoping. Okay. Is there anything in particular okay, so you would like to, to do with these dwarves? Find an inn. Um, I want to get armor resized. So for for Reptar, we picked up some bully, some alligator hide armor, I mm-hmm. think, from the Bullywugs. Sure. Uh, what time of day is it? It's like did. afternoon? I think it's like night. No, no, I think we ended like at the end. We That's... had been slaughtering Bullywugs all day and went back and 
partied with the dwarves at night. Nice. I guess there was only one one decisive ambush and massacre at the river. Okay, so you have to head back and find an inn for the night. You think you've already been staying somewhere, right? You've been here for a few days. Uh, I've been here for a week. I can't remember the name of the place. You are probably staying at the Story was... Story Brook Inn. That sounds about right. Mm-hmm. And... So I mosey on back to the Storybrook and get a room. I might even have a room paid I for. I think you but... have a room. Yes. We can make this my last night. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. yeah. And I guess I would. Re- I mean, I blew my spells, blew my load, so I need to. You rest get a night's up. Sleep. You get a, a decent night's sleep. Uh, um, Reptar gets some rest too. Are you sure you guys? Right, you guys didn't take any damage. It's not that you're both at one HP and about to die. I didn't take any damage. That could have well. That's why we were waiting in town for so long. Right, you had almost died. Take and then, battle. Um, right, right, right. I don't keep track of Reptar's HP. I have he is his not, stats. not my property. He is wounded, <laughs> but not dead. Uh, he may soon become your property. After all, he is your slave. Except I can't because he's a higher level than me. <laughs> right. Um, so I'd need to go off on a solo adventure if I want him as a henchman. Did we resolve whether or not you've removed his collar from around his neck? Yeah, we did that last session, okay. and that was a cool. recap. Great. Um, well, then uh, let's just go straight to the next day. Next day rolls around, right. and uh, you are in Shirebrook. See. So I am level two now. Mm-hmm. Instead of going full-on murder hobo, I'll go half murder hobo and only memorize one color spray and to comprehend languages in addition to my enlarge that comes with being a dimensionalist. (laughs) I really wish I had comprehend languages before the Bullywug ambush of 2015, but... Well, it's a one-way thing. It doesn't allow you to speak their language. Just understand it. I guess that's true. <laughs> what, what did you break? I, I what did, did you know? Things are fine. Everything's fine. Did you throw another bike through a window? No. <laughs> what? Bike through a window? It was a window through a Isn't bike. Isn't that how it was? The window through a bike. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I just dropped a spoon. Okay. Um, yeah. So... Breakfast so, time in the story brook. Is it like a bed? Do they have food or is it just rooms? And then you mosey on down to the half pint. For there's a... rooms and there's food, but there's no drinks. Okay. Um, and yeah. So you might want to eat at the half pint. You might want to eat here. This half pint has some really nice I... spiced potatoes. There's, you know. Okay. Do they have any meat folks. pies? Uh, yes. Both places have meat pies. Okay. Okay, I think Georg eats a mint pie and sips on his cappuccino while he studies his spellbook. Uh-huh. Uh, Do they have good cappuccino here in Story the Storybrook? Let's see. They even know what that is. It's pretty average. Um, it's you know the beans are what you'd expect from most places. It's you know it's the equivalent of uh, pre-ground coffee beans. 
pre like old school, like you know, the giant cans of Folgers like, you used coffee? to get in the nineties. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> like the instant coffee. You mean maybe that's uh, even more of a miracle. Did I, some wizard invent instant coffee that I'm? No, you still have to. What I don't drink coffee. Oh, like, so what's instant coffee? Really, this is just like I don't know, never mind. That's powder funny. in water, and then you drink it without straining the stuff. Because this stuff yeah, gets I think strained, but it's it like all the time. It's like it's like little. Usually, it's like little packets of like just to add water. No, no, no. In caffeine fix. This is like someone ground all the beans that they had like three months and ago, just, and they're okay. just like doling. They out bought a barrel of ground beans, so it's mm -hmm. it's not a cappuccino. They're not like making espresso and steaming the milk. I don't know. I don't actually. Cappuccino is yeah. not a synonym for coffee. No. Okay. You're you're good just getting a cup of coffee. A, I'll stop being such a Northwest hipster and <laughs> sip on my on my coffee and memorize my spells. <laughs> um, does Reptar come down in the morning? Reptar does. Uh, you notice he doesn't. It's not like a, a limp, he's but he's rubbing his side where he got he got shanked. Um. And he sits down and says, "Ah." Master Georg, what is our plan? I whip out the whatchamacallit, the alligator like breastplate or whatever mm -hmm. and slap it on him. Stitching you up so you don't get stabbed again, for one. Maybe he was already carrying that shit. I don't I probably would have been encumbered lugging that away, but I guess the battle ended. So. Right. Doesn't matter. Um, so unless, I mean, you said you, you had alluded to planning, so I was expecting to get ambushed in the night or nope, nope, it's all good. arrested over breakfast, We're but just... I guess we'll head into the town and see about that armor. I'm sort of scratching my chin as we stroll through town to a front sure. armor. Um, I'm contemplating town, just skipping town. The town is missing a full-fledged armorer? But there is a leather worker in town who, after talking around... Oh, this around, is probably more appropriate, a leather worker, right? Mm -hmm. After talking because around, he sounds like this guy might be able to help you with with your stuff. Yeah, well, it's like, it's high, I think it's hide armor. I mean, it was whatever the bullywugs were wearing. I think you described it as being made from alligator. Mm -hmm. So probably more appropriate for a leather worker. Yeah. Um, right. So he takes a look at the armor... At the the skins that you have brought, uh, and starts making some measurements. I think it's a full-on suit of armor, size for a giant frogman. Okay, so this is he takes a look at it on Reptar. He makes some measurements on Reptar. Um, what's the bullywug? He sees. He asks any questions like, "Why does this smell like swamp?" and "How come whatever wore this had such a gigantic belly?" Uh, he doesn't actually. He pretty much just goes with it. You can ask him questions about his complete apathy of this armor if you'd like. No, no. I think Georg's maybe just a little paranoid. Mm -hmm. While I'm not mentioning anything specifically about the bullywugs, the sheriff of this town had instructed me not to... I can't quite remember the instructions, but... Eh, don't, don't cause any trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he says that he can get this refitted and resized for Reptar, but it'll take a couple days. Uh, it'll probably be done because he's got some other work on the side. So he's got to finish that stuff, and then he'll get to this. It'll be done two days from today. 
but if you need a little bit quicker and you're willing to pay a little bit more, you can get it done tomorrow. How much does it cost? 10 gold. And I'm sorry, no, no, rush? no. It's, uh, it's going to be 2 gold. If you want it rushed, he will charge you 3 gold for it. I slap three shiny gold coins on the table and say, I'll see you tomorrow. Okay. I think these are, I stopped keeping track, but I think these are now dwarven gold, not my foreign gold. Okay. Not that it actually mattered. Um, this will give Reptar. Hide armor and a shield. Uh, this will He's give like a leather wicker armor. shield. That's not actually hide. What's that? I call shenanigans. You really? described it as hide, I think. I mean, Maybe. What's, I leather is hide. <laughs> what's the difference between leather armor and hide armor? They're both the hides of one. ammo. Yeah, but what is the yeah. technical difference between them? It's going to... You know? i get my books. What does it really mean to have hide armor or leather armor? Way it is just a the hide of a beast. Yeah, I'd call an alligator a beast. Did you? Um, hide armor is prepared from extremely thick hide of a creature, such as an elephant, or from multiple layers of the regular leather. It's stiff and hard to move in. Leather armor is made by lathering hardened or boiled oil and shaping to a breastplate and shoulder. Blah blah blah. blah. So if you have lots and lots of leather armor, you can make hide armor from it, or you just need like thick hide. And this is like alligator hide. Like from... Is alligator hide Someone's thicker than badass. leather hide? No, maybe, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think so. You described it as hide, I think, was the impression I got, but. Well, Georg is but not a martial specialist, so he's a little disappointed <laughs> when he comes to the armor and finds out what it truly is. I don't think that I'll actually, I don't think it would even register with the AC bonuses. Yeah. Like in character, I don't, I don't think that's a thing. All right. Okay. We're at, at least let it be known from a lore perspective that it is alligator leather armor. Nice shiny green alligator armor. Yeah. Um, um. Is there anything else you'd like to accomplish this day? Do you prefer to fight with a sh sword or shield or spear? He has spear. a spear now, right? Yes, he wants his spear. Okay. That is the weapon he's been trained in. Okay, he's also had, will now have. He's got a short sword and a shield. Does he like? Does he want the shield? Does he? Did he oh fight hell yeah! Okay. That's where. That's why he had the AC of eleven. It's because he's yeah, got his okay. shield. Okay, right. yeah, I thought he had picked up a shield. We picked up the shield immediately from mm -hmm. the dead Bullywugs. Yeah. And the armor later. Okay, so we should have AC 13. Mm -hmm. And a spear. You will tomorrow. Is there anything else you want to do today? Yeah. Hide so that I don't get into a fight before Reptar's armored. Sure. You go back to the I'll... half pint to hide there for the rest of the day. Yeah. Um, While away the afternoon... Like drinking elven wine and five, my heels. Uh, five hours later coming around the middle of the day a pack of dwarves comes into the bar it's about four of them and they take a look about spot you and immediately tromp over oh, in a large group shit. 
Do they look angry? <laughs> no, they look. Um, well, I guess yes. All they always look angry, though. You know, they're dwarves. Yeah, fair uh, enough. One of them comes up to you and says, <clears throat> "Mr. Georg." Uh, Is he speaking dwarven or common? Dwarven. Mr. Georg. Uh, We'd like to thank you for what you've done for us, but there's a... We we have somewhat of a a mystery we were hoping you could enlighten us on. Would you... Would you accompany us down to the mine? Mystery? Yes, yes. Hmm. I love a good riddle, don't you? I guess I stand up. No, I like my things straightforward. Riddles are for time wasters. Straight as a stone until it cracks. Hmm. I either that was some old dwarven saying I once heard, or I made it up on the spot and play it off like it is, and mm-hmm. roll off or roll, just walk okay. <laughs> through the town. Uh, is Reptar in the half pint with me, or is yes? He... And he okay. gets up and strolls along with you. Mm-hmm. Um, the dwarves <laughs> take you to the mines and start to lead you down. Uh, they don't carry any light. Uh, no, they do carry a light with them. because, yeah, But it's not very right. good light. Yes, Georg is a trained engineer. Mm-hmm. So he's probably somewhat familiar in the construction of things. In general, <laughs> the walls look so, nice and short up. I don't know if I want to roll a, roll a check to eye it, or if you can just. Does it look like? I can. I guess these are specific racial skills, huh? To detect new construction, mm-hmm. slipping passages. But giving the mine a once over, it, does, it nice... appears to be engineered. <laughs> it looks to be engineered well. There's big thick timbers mm. holding up the sides, nice big beams across the top. Uh, you're no ex- mine or expert in mining, but you figure that this is a, a stably built mine that won't be collapsing anytime soon. Right. Um, do they? Is there any light down here, or do the dwarves rely on their? They're so in this provision. world. For those of you that are watching this or new to this, uh, I am ruling infravision, kind of like low light vision, like night vision, uh, not like mm-hmm. infrared, but. Um, like a cat's eyes. If it's pitch black, a cat still can't see anything. You need some semblance of light in order to see. So if you bring, if the dwarves bring a torch down, they'll be able to see as far as, you know, they'll be able to see really far in the dark with the torch. Um, whereas a human will only be able to see like 10 or 20 feet. I guess it... Yeah. Okay. The dwarves will be able to see like 90 feet with just torch light. So they take you down... Kind of a, a craggly, scraggly, winding so path. They do light a torch. They do light or a torch. Or are there sconces in the walls or something? No, no, they, they carry a single and torch. And the lava Cool, uh, cool. And they lead you down this kind of twisting passageway. Uh, there's tracks built into it so that they can push these carts up and down. And you notice that on the out, on the, the top of the mines, there were a couple of carts that, that were tipped over that looked maybe damaged yeah. and someone was working on them. I'm probably more interested in that, actually, than the mines. They have little, little wheeled carts. Mm-hmm. Bronze or brass or something. Mm-hmm. Is yep. there room for more than the cart to go down? Or does it seem like the, the the passage was carved for a cart? 
there's no room for a cart and then like one person on either side. These are actually fairly broad tunnels. Okay. And you say tunnels, they're weaving to and fro. Am I getting lost at all? Well, I've got 18 and I don't get lost. But... You don't get lost and they don't branch that often. It looks like it's pretty much following like a vein of ore. And then here's a branch, but you, you know, it doesn't look like the, the, mine, the, the, the cart, the, what the, cart the, the tracks don't go down that direction. The tracks just okay. follow so a single one. path. So be very okay. easy to get your way out if you got stuck down here. Just follow the tracks and you can get out. Um, cool. But after a little while, the tracks uh, cross a, another passageway that is very straight and very smooth almost. It's it's an unnatural, I wouldn't call it smooth, but it where the, the rocks are very rough hewn on the sides and this is a lot smoother. It's not smooth, but it's smoother than the other area. And it is quite straight and, and quite tall, more narrow than the other sections of the mine. Instead of being, oh crap, hold on. Wait, wait one sec, the stream is bugging. Super hard. Okay. The stream was bugging. We didn't say anything. We waited. Um, instead of being like 10 feet wide, it's only 5 feet wide. But instead of being 6 feet tall, it's now 8 feet tall. So the structure and the shape of it changes. And the, the sides change. And the, the floor changes. And the top are, changes. Is it made of rock? Is It, made it of is still made dirt? of rock. Um, and the tunnel is, the, it, is it smoothly cut, or does it look like it was blasted? Or it looks like broken? it's been chipped out, but instead of being mm -hmm. like large chunks of rock coming out, it looks like smaller bits have come out. So the wall has less variation in um, scraggliness. So am I in a different part of the mountain, or have they changed their tunneling technique? Give me a engineering check. It looks like the technique has changed dramatically from simple mining to something else. Mm -hmm. um, they stop here. The tracks continue on and the mine continues on, but they stop and point down this longish tunnel. You can't even see the end of it, but you know you can only see 10 feet, so that's not saying much. So the tracks stop. It's no, no, the tracks path. continue down another shaft. Like the okay. the mine's so going like down writing. this way, and this is yeah, T intersection. Okay. And they point this out to me. They pointed out to you and said, "We came across this yeah. weird section here." Uh, Apparently, I'm already inspecting. I say, "You mean you didn't do this?" No, no, we this dug it. No. We certainly dug it, but the rock just melted away before us. I mean, still had to chip it out, but. It's a different sort of rock. Came out a lot easier. I am inspecting the rock more, I guess. I thought does it I thought it was the same, or I was led to believe it was the same. You know? like yeah, it is the same rock. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You go down, you compare one side to the other, and mm -hmm. the same sort of rock. So this is like hmm, but they've like dug in where it was soft. Is that what they're saying? Mm-hmm. That's what it's looking like? Mm-hmm. So they were just, just as curious as I, as I am, and they started 
Is there a pick somewhere nearby? There is. So, we... so I guess I'd pick it up and have a play myself. Uh, pound on the one side, pound on the other side. It seems pretty hard. Pretty uh, Both sides seem pretty solid. Mm-hmm. You can't. We set up like five defense. feet wide, so I've got room in, in between mm-hmm. to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, now, this bit here is a mystery and somewhat confusing, but he hands you the torch. That's what's at the end of the tunnel where we come to ask you about. I guess I set the pick down. Um, picking up my staff that's leaning against the wall, torch in the other hand, and I guess I lead the way. To, it's pretty much one person wide, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's at five feet, so mm-hmm. unless you cram. All right, so torch ahead. I begin s- sliding down this narrow hallway. Uh, as you walk down, the Can dwarf s- behind you says, now, this tunnel came to a naturally occurring sort of cavern hemisphere sorts. Uh, when we broke in, it was empty. Well, not empty, but you know, we didn't have to carve nothing out. Just kind of came to this thing. Um, and as he finishes up his sentence, you make it the 40 or 50 feet down this tunnel to a hemispherical open chamber. Um about 15 feet across and maybe 20 feet tall and standing in the middle of it is a doorway shaped stone archway in the dead center of the room yes um i think i my first reaction was just sort of lurch back at sighting this obviously man-made artifact And then I take a step into the room. And Neil freezes. Sorry, I'm, I'm here. Just sometimes, okay. you know, internet. Yeah, I take a step into the room and hoist the torch overhead. What's the diameter of the chamber? 15 feet. Oh, so it's small. Mm-hmm. And the ceiling is about the 20 same? 20 feet. The ceiling's a little so higher. It's more like a, so it's more like a egg-shaped chamber? Or a, not yeah. quite a hemisphere? Yeah. And is there, is the ground flat and level? Is there a staircase leading down or a slope leading down to the door? No slopes, no staircases. It's more or less level. It's a little bit on the rocky side. It's got like the um, rockiness of gravel. All right. I take a step in, uh, holding my uh, staff out as if for someone to take, and then... Someone takes letting it, it go, yeah. and apparently someone catches it before someone it takes it. The as I approach the doorway to oh. investigate. You said it's a stone arch. Stone arch. There's no door in it. It's just like a yeah. door. I approach like arch. from the side, mm-hmm. um, as if to not totally face the the opening, in case something were to burst forth from it or get sucked into it. Yeah. Are the walls and floor naturally carved? Mm-hmm. But again, they're 
Like, so it's rough, or does it seem... It's rough, smooth? like a gravel-type rough, not, like, mm-hmm. not like the big chunks of rock coming out of the wall, but smaller chunks of rock coming out of the wall. You know what I mean? Yeah. I resist temptation and do a circle of the room before immediately diving for the door to see if there was any way in or out before the dwarves burst through the walls of this cavern. Doesn't seem to be any way in or out. I can think of a few. I probably say out loud to myself, even though there's been silence. (laughs) A a few what? Says one of the dwarves. Ignoring him, I approach the doorway. Again, obliquely. And I think I'm going to go to, like, place my hand on the side of the stone from, like, the side. Mm -hmm. And roll a save versus death or die. No. No. (laughs) Put your hand on it. Um, It feels cool to the touch. Is it made from the same stone or brought from no, somewhere else? It is made Am I qualified from... to make that? Yes, if... it is quite clearly made from different stone. It is made from some sort of white stone. Um, mm. All of the have any all of the... stone-related proficiencies, do you? I don't know that any exist. If there were a geology proficiency, I may have considered it, but... There's like a stone working proficiency. Oh, you're right. There's like masonry, stone masonry. Okay, no, I'm not a stone mason. So, okay. Um, The whole arch is made from the same stone. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I do have a spellcraft proficiency. Can I roll to... Identify this as an arcane, me- like, I guess looking for runes or feeling magical auras. Do I feel a magical aura? Uh, you have spells that will detect magic auras for you. Grumble, grumble, not memorized. <laughs> but there's there's no obvious signs that this might be. I there's mean, no engravings mystical. anywhere. There's no words carved. There's nothing mystical about it, other than just, other than the obvious. Um, then I circle around to face the front of the doorway. Which way is the front? Um, I'm now on the side. So did I come in facing an facing an open door? Yes. Or okay, so I did a full circle of the room, and now I'm facing the original way that I okay. had faced. I kneel down right in front of it, pick up a stone. How far behind me are the are the dwarves? Have they crowded into the room, or are they waiting in the hall? They're, they they're all even... crowded into the room, Reptar's standing behind them, looming over them, looking in, interestingly. I pick up a... Can I find, like, a pebble on the ground sure. or a shard of shard of stone? Mm-hmm. And I huck it through the open door. It tumbles through and clatters on the other side. Okay. I then approach it myself. And stick my torch through no no nothing unusual happens all right and then i let my hand go in following the torch totally fine and arm and then my whole body and i just step through the archway you step through with no complications and i look at the archway from the other side Everything probably, appears to be normal. Probably repeat the step again. 
Yeah. Uh, everything proceeds as if it's just a normal stone archway. How peculiar. So, and I suppose what is I... it? Says one of the dwarves. <laughs> well, clearly someone put it here. Well, I could have told you that. Or... <laughs> and you also could have told me that these stones are from elsewhere. Do you know what they are? Do they have value? White soapstone. Not, doesn't sound valuable. Mm-mm. Not very good crafting materials either. Soapstone crumbles real easy. You'd be a fool to make anything out of it, other than maybe a, a little doll or a little figurine. Just little knickknacks, really. <clears throat> then perhaps we're looking at a knickknack. But some knickknacks can be immensely valuable. I think the priest's holy symbol. Mm, mm. Or this, and I like reach into my pocket and hold up a prism. I don't know what it's for, but I have a prism in my pocket. Uh, for read magic. Yeah. <laughs> Knickknacks, much, much as this, interact with the magical fields all around us and can be used to channel its power. You're saying it's a magical thing? I look at him meaningfully. It requires further study. I think at this point I've sat down in the room okay. and I'm probably taking my lunch. <laughs> right. uh, they stand around for a few minutes and then one of them says, well, you know the way out, right? We're going to go back to work. But if you let no find out anything about it, let us know. And mm -hmm. uh, yeah, well, well we shoot them off. I probably we, pull we, out we, did, we came to you instead of the sheriff or that other woman for a reason. So you know, it's none of their business what happens down here. I reply in dwarven. Only the stones shall hear me speak. They give you a grunt of approval and retreat down the passageway. Reptar takes a turn around the room and pokes his head through the door. Does pretty much all the same things you were doing, you know, mm -hmm. including like licking the stones and just like <laughs> jabbing at it. And pretty quickly he shrugs and says, it's rock. Mm, how insightful of you, Reptar. It's just rock. No big deal. Someone leave door down here. Dwarves find it. Who cares? Yeah, so I think I spend some time in the room getting a feel for it, but I'm probably pay attention to the measurements. And I mean, does it seem perfectly... Is it like a perfect egg shape? Or is it froze uh, I mean, or does it look like it was carved by tools looks like it was carved by tools mm -hmm. the, the artisanship does not the stone archway itself also looks like it was 
crafted by men or dwarves or something. Uh, it, it's very well made, but it doesn't have that you know machined perfect flow to it mm -hmm. that you would get with magic. Mm -hmm. Well. Dwarves live a great many years. So I presume they can wait one day. Uh, so I will leave the mine after taking my time there. Okay. Uh, in search of a second lunch, probably. You go get second lunch back jerk, at... These rations just won't quite cut it. Uh, so you head back to the half point to get second lunch? Yeah, I think so. Moseying on back. Because we're basically crossing... How big is this town? Town's a quarter mile by a quarter mile. And the mines are like two miles out from there. No, it's like a mile and a half out from there. Hold on. Okay, the street's so falling down a little bit. It is a bit of a walkout. Oh, God. Come on, stream. Oh, God. Oh, it's crashing so hard. Oh, it is. He's still there. I'm I'm here. I mean, you're kind of stuttering a little bit. Yeah. From my standpoint, so it's not, it's not just the stream. Did the stream crash, or is it just dropping frames? It's like zero kilobits per second. Mm. Okay. Whew. We have recovered. Uh, again, sorry about that. We are battling internet issues here. Technology is the vehicle of esports and all that jazz. Um, and Thailand, pretty much all you can get is a is a rickshaw. Yeah, yeah. Basically, we're importing kangaroos from Australia to send packets to Hong Kong, where the Twitch servers are. So it's a, a slow process, and the the kangaroos do not fare well in the jungle heat of Vietnam. So. Here we are. Indeed. Here we are back at the half pint. Here we are back happen? at the half pint. You and Reptar okay. make it back. Um, he quickly goes off to find some young ladies to talk to and try and fraternize. Reptar them. hitting up the ladies? He's a free man. He's not a slave anymore. <laughs> I... I suppose I'm a little surprised. Oh. Okay. Um, I think I might just kill time until I can memorize and detect magic. Sure. Um, I'll hang around the half pint. I'll burn a comprehend languages if I see anyone foreign looking. Uh, um, there's some gnomes that live here. I, I, I already speak common elven, dwarven, gnomish, halfling, orc, <laughs> ogre, and hobgoblin. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's no one here that whose language yeah. you can't speak. <laughs> I kind of regret filling those because maybe I should have saved a couple slots. But <laughs> I pretty much cover all the humanoid bases. Yeah. Although apparently, is Reptar, Reptar was a Kuban, right? A Kuban. Mm -hmm. So he speaks one language that I, he's, I may have accidentally stumbled upon your DM notes and saw that. I tried to avoid digging too deep for spoilers, but I definitely I clicked on the 
No, that all that information is available to the public. Uh, you may read. I know, that. but as yeah, so I was kind of curious, but then I was like, eh, don't want to accidentally spoiler myself, so didn't dig too deep. But I did notice that Akuban is a language mm -hmm. that I can't learn now. Okay. So, so there's no one to comprehend. I already understand everything. For the time being. You could comprehend Bullywug. You could comprehend a Kuban. Mm -hmm. Alright, so I'll hang out there for the afternoon and probably sure. into the evening. You needlessly burn a spell and I think you memorize something the next day? What are your new spells? Are we fast forwarding the next day? I was just going to swap out comprehend languages for read magic. Or sorry, for detect magic and then... Yep, that's it. Back that mine. That's all. Um, but if we're going to go to the next day, why don't we take our break right here and we will come in at okay. the next day uh, on the other side of our break. So stick around Ready. and we'll have some more Dicing with Death shortly. Bye-bye. So welcome back, everybody, to Dicing with Death. Uh, Ryan, I think you had something you wanted to share with us before we actually get into game. Oh, yeah, I should have hyped it up for maybe like, if you stick around after this commercial break, I'll show you some <laughs> cool. Christmas presents. I don't know, these are so big, I don't even know if I can get them in frame. What? <laughs> Who got you swords? Aaron did. Dude. I'm going to shut the blinds so none of them can see and then see if I can get them in frame. And have my labor neighbors think I'm a lunatic. <laughs> can we even? Can't even. So big you can't even see. So this Fantastic. one's like a hand and a half. Or, <gasps> What'd you even, hit? It sounded like you hit the ceiling. I, 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 that, was, that was the sheath dropping. Oh. No. <laughs> no, I, I, I can't even hoist that one without. And then the. Yeah, there's a scimitar. A scimitar? I think so. Is that what see? They're a little, like, they're pretty monstrous. I wonder if they see, I don't know if it was like Crusades reenacting was my first thought. <laughs> <laughs> almost, almost a great scimitar. This is a, this is a That's fantastic. Sword. So I'm super jealous. Well, you probably wouldn't want to fly with these anyways. Oh, I mean, no, but to have a... When I get home... Shit, I think you have more swords than I do now. Three? Yeah. One of the one you gave me is still in Santa Barbara. Oh, sparring sword. Yeah. Well. Cool. Good Christmas yeah, for you. So, so don't break into my house. <laughs> yeah. I, Maybe Aaron can teach Lauren some things about Christmas gifts. Uh, she totally. <laughs> uh, it, she totally lucked onto these. Not, Just like how she surprised me with them pretty well. I she found like, someone in one of the one of her neighbors or whatever. She's. I uh, uh, just had kids, and so they were mm -hmm. like. Three swords, got to baby-proof the house. <laughs> or something like <laughs> Maybe they were just like, 
I'm old and my LARPing days are behind me. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Yes, they were, they were, yeah. Cool. Well, uh, back into game. Fun. You wake up the next morning, and get yourself some food, and memorize detect magic. Was it? Yes, and we're going to go have another look at the, the archway. I think I owe another night in the inn. Sure. For two, and then plus food. So it's another six cop, uh, six silver for uh, no, with okay. with uh, food. That's going to come up to eight silver. Okay. I get my change and roll out. We pick up Reptar. I guess I send Reptar to pick up his armor. He picks it up and I he's asked done. him if. Okay, I figured he would go do that while I go look at the mine. I guess the mine is about two miles out of town, so I'll I'll go with him. Okay. Uh, Pick up his cool new leather jacket. Does it have a helmet with it? I guess it, it no. doesn't need one. No. Because unless you have AC six, the called shut head doesn't really make sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, Although so... there are some some crits. So you head to the mines. Um, you come back to where you were before. There's some dwarves around. You notice that the uh, <laughs> the really fucking <laughs> that's pretty fucking tall. Anyway. Yeah, someone was overcompensating for something. Oh. the cart that was being worked on yesterday is now repaired and just sitting off to the side. There's a couple of dwarves sitting about munching on some food. They see you come by, and one of them says, uh, You figure it out? Yeah. Uh, I have a few more measurements to make, and I mm. rush by and. They provide you with a light source. Okay. I give them a curse nod and trudge into the mines. You return to the same place that you left from last time. It is the stone archway. Whoa, the music got spooky real quick. <laughs> um, so. So where are you? What are you doing? How are you doing it? All that fun stuff. I am... Okay, so I'm back to the archway. Mm-hmm. I guess I stand in front of it, uh, speak some arcane words, get my somatic components on, and cast to detect magic. Okay. It's a 10 foot path by 60 feet long. As um, the detect magic right... spell goes off, a mouth, a magic mouth, appears at the top of the archway, and it speaks in common Unseal the Shadow Realm. And as it does so, the doorway starts to rise with billowing shadows, rippling with flickering cracks of violet energy. I take it I detect magic. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you detect quite a bit of magic. So, um, I guess maybe roll for surprise if you'd like, but... I have a 10% chance per level, so 20% chance to recognize if a certain type of magic is present. Ooh. 
Um, you do detect I also a certain type get... of magic present, maybe, if there is any. I guess I don't get... Is it like strong, weak, dim, faint, blah, blah, blah? Intensity can be determined, and that's always, I can always, so no chant, no, no roll. The intensity can, can be determined. Dim, faint, moderate, strong, overwhelming. Okay. On a scale um, of one to five. And I think I can discern individual objects or whatever. It is t uh, alteration magic. The door, and, the archway is. Yes. Or is the mouth is. Um, is the mouth, are you treating the mouth as part of it, or is that like a separate magical entity? It is a separate entity, but you cannot detect what type of magic it is. The mouth the is moderately intense. The archway is mm -hmm. uh, strong. And is, are there only the two things? There's nothing coming out of it yet? <laughs> uh, well, the archway and the, the sh billowing shadows with the ripples of violet energy streaking through it are one and the same. Well. So I'm like in the doorway of the doorway. I'm like in the cav leading up to the cavern. What is it like? I'm like like seven feet away from the from this billowing shadows. I'm ba I'm backing up. Okay. <laughs> and seeing, I mean, I, so is this like a round taking place? Like this is my first round of the Detect Magic spell. Uh, yep, and you are probably a little surprised by this. Yeah. So I'm going to back up 60 feet. I mean, up, the, I guess the tor does the torch go 60 or does the torch go 20? You can't see beyond 20 feet with the torch. Okay. But I can feel the magic auras uh, from 60 feet with my Detect Magic Yes, spell. but only for one more round. Uh, four, two rounds per level, so oh, four rounds. For more, three more rounds. Okay. So I think I hang back at that 60 feet and, like, sense with my detect magic and, like, use that as my sight. Uh, Reptar backs up at with least... you, spear drawn, yeah. shield in front of him. And I get, and I, so I guess we're waiting at the end, at that, where the other path juts off towards the, the door room. Okay, so you're way, way back beyond the... Yeah, like, I think you said... 40 feet yeah it was so, uh, yeah uh, 40 feet back I, so i can still detect with my magic as long as i like line it up so there's no stone blocking right so I'm straight shot and so i'll hang there and wait for the demons to come hurling out of the fifth plane of and destroy me and these dwarves in the whole town That'd be a shitty, you know, the after right to your hardcore heroes cast. Be like, sorry guys, Ryan summoned a demon and destroy the entire town. Um, got burned to ashes. Oh. No more show. I still haven't figured out how your two timelines match up. You could be well before them, well after them. You could be simultaneous. I haven't made that Depends decision yet. Depends on how yet. quickly I summon this demon. Yeah. Um, you wait for a minute. One minute turns into two and leads into a third. And nothing happened. I recall what the what the mouth said to me. But Give I can me still an intelligence it. check. Yeah. I mean, because I I was like casting a spell at the same time. I wasn't totally. Well, it didn't say anything until after the spell was over. Twenty-seven. Yes, Pretty... it said unseal the shadow realm. Oh, yeah. 
what the balls. So I, but I can, so I still detect the mouth. I still detect the magic yes. doorway. And you can detect the large aura in the center of it, of the. Oh, that is know. separate. So it's a third. No, I mean the the doorway and the thing in the middle are all one big like archway center doorway portal to another dimension to something to maybe the shadow realm this is a trap <laughs> reptar go in and find out i'm not going in you go in <laughs> I I think after waiting there for a few minutes with nothing happen, I look side to side, and if there's no dwarves, I'm gonna slink back towards the doorway. The dwarves are off in other parts of the mine, oblivious to whatever you may be doing here. I approach the archway. Um, what do we think, chat? Is it a trap? <laughs> <laughs> as before, you can see the archway writhing with billowing shadows rippling with flickering cracks of violet energy okay i approach the archway um maybe i've still got maybe this is the last round of detect magic maybe it's just expiring but i want to target the magical construct not the archway with a spell the magical construct yes what are you saying? I don't know if I can target I'm gonna cast an enlarged spell. I would like to target like the, the portal, not the archway if that's feasible, but if I can only like latch on and target the archway, I'll buy it. I think enlarge does it work on anything or does it only work on living uh, things? Creature or object. The spell causes instant growth of a creature or object, increasing both size and weight. And is it a touch cast spell? Single creature. Or a some um, range five no. yards per level. So I'm I'm up to okay. thirty feet away. Sure. Do you cast enlarge on the portal itself? On the portal. I want to see what happens if I try and target like a magical entity with this enlarge spell. Uh, it enlarges by twenty percent. Okay. Do I summon the shadow realm? <laughs> You do not uh, notice a... any changes. It doesn't grow. Like, my spell is ineffective. You do not sense any changes. Has my detect magic worn off at yes. that point? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm approaching and bringing my light. Did it grow bigger? It, the duration is 10 minutes. I sprinkled powdered iron at it. You notice no, you you sense no changes. Mm. Mouth, are you there? Is there still a magic mouth like imprinted on the top of the doorway? Nope, it is gone. No. Is there still a shadowy mass writhing inside the doorway? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... I poke the butt of my staff through. Okay. Do you... It pokes through? Does it, like, disappear? Can I see where the staff As goes? As it goes through the, the, 
shadows and kind of flickering energy before you it kind of it just disappears into the darkness the the shadows block anything from the other side can i see it behind and you walk to the edge and poke it through through and then yeah look around no it does not come out the other end what if i go in backwards from the other side of the doorway same thing okay and then I pull the, I mean, I pull the staff out and it fully retracts. Mm-hmm. I step through. Okay. Wholeheartedly, staff in hand, torch in the other. You step through. What was save versus death? No. You are fine. Through the portal lies a room atop a tower in the Plain of Shadow, a dimly lit realm leached of all color. There's a podium against the back wall flanked by two small arched windows. On the podium rests a clear princess-cut gemstone set by its corners in a hollow disk of gold, punctured with three smaller round-cut gemstones attached to a fine gold chain. Above the podium, carved in the stone wall, reads a message. We hide away what we cannot destroy. Drexel the Bloodthirsty's weapon, the amulet of Malchus. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) Is, yeah, Georg's jaw drops and I guess I look around and try to find myself in this room. Like, do I have a corporeal body? You do, like, but I look you look down and see my feet beneath me. There's no color to anything, but yes, you the are. Torch in my hand. It all feels and like I, mm-hmm. I feel very much like this is reality, but I. But there's no color. Yeah, in your torch, you can see the flames flickering, but it doesn't shed any light. Everything is just dim everywhere, and your torch doesn't really provide any extra light but you can still feel its warmth against your skin. I take a step towards the amulet. You stand before it. Is this podium in the center of of the shadow room? It's at the back wall. Back wall. Yes, and on either side of it are these little small arched windows. Uh, which you can look out and notice that you are well, well above the ground. Is there a door behind me? There is only the portal. Is it? The portal is an archway standing in this circular room. What was that bit about Drexel? That was, uh, where did I, how did I know, did it just, was it imprinted in my head or was No, no, no it, it's all, all carved in the stone. Oh, carved. Yeah, yeah. Above the podium. It says, we hide away what we cannot destroy. Drexel the bloodthirsty's weapon, the amulet of Malchus. Holy fuck. <laughs> this is some heavy shit, Neil. Um, Georg does have a religion proficiency. You know that Malchus is the god of chaos. Yeah. Big Daddy Malchus. 
Malchus don't give a fuck. He he's the he's the kind of god that would make you save versus death or die for picking up his weapon. Um, you look at the the amulet before you. It is, as I said before, a, a princess cut. That means square cut gemstone set by its corners in a disc of gold punctured by three smaller round cut clear gemstones and all of this is attached to a fine gold chain I think I start rooting around my bag and dig out a piece of parchment and my ink and my quill and I set about to trying to sketch this amulet does my like paper and pen work as it would in the Yes, but it's really hard to see what you're plane. writing. Hmm. The torch I guess I'd probably set the torch down at this point. I probably I'm probably sitting on the ground of this room unless there's a desk or something and I go about making the sketch. If there's I no can't desk. maybe I'm just making it blind and it's gonna be a scribbled mess when I get back. The plane of shadow is not, it like borders the prime material plane. Is that yes. what's, is there any lore on that? Would I know that? I am a dimensionalist after all. You or are a dimensionalist. You would know a great many things about the plane of shadow. Uh, by the way, here's what the amulet looks yeah. like. Um, that the, the four gemstones, the big one in the center, and the three around the, on the rim are all clear. And then that rim is made of gold. Uh, the proportions of this are a little bit off. The, the center gemstone's not quite so large in relation. And they're all clear? Well, all clear. everything's gray. What am I kidding? I'm in the demi-plane of shadow. So it's a demi-plane, right? It's not a full-fledged plane. It, like, borders the ethereal. You're a dimensionalist. This is the plane of shadow. It is a full-fledged plane of its own. Okay. Probably pretty trippy. Probably yeah. a dream come, come true for Georg. Yeah, just sort of stumbled into it. Um, Amulet of Malchus. What is this shit? Um, what do you do? I think I draw it and then I GTFO and try and go to figure out more about this thing. And we'll see if I have a chance to come back or if this is a one-time offer. Okay, you uh, step um, back through the portal, yeah, I... um, and you are back Anime. in the other room. Uh, Ge- uh, not Georg, you're Georg. Uh, what's his name? Reptar goes, ah! It went dark as soon as you went through. What? What's on the other side? Shadow. Eons and eons of shadow. The portal does not close, no. he says. I, I thought you said it went dark behind me. Well, that's what he said. But oh, the, hmm? He didn't say the portal does not close. You're saying the portal doesn't close. I'm telling you the portal doesn't close, yeah. No, he, told, he tells you the portal doesn't close behind you. Okay. What about, what about it going dark? The torch left the room. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no one can come in here. I 
Oh. <laughs> Rubbing my head, I start trudging back up the passageway. Um, um, he follows you and says, you want me to watch it? Make sure no one comes in? Yes, yes, that's perfect. I hand him like two days worth of... I just hand him like a pile of food. Light? Light? I need light, he says. How long do candles last? A couple hours. Okay, so I think I set him up with ten candles and Hold on one sec, hold on. Hold on, hold on. The stream is dying on me again. Just wait for it to come back. All right, wait... Okay, it should be back now. You said you were setting him up with food? Yeah, I give him ten candles and some food. And tell a little bit. I mean, no one one can go in there. Except for me. Okay. Uh, Stand here, I'll be back. Check on you in in a little bit. I I have to... And I just, like, trailing off, I leave. Okay. You leave, and before you know it, you... I probably break into a run as soon as I'm, like, out of Reptar's sight. Okay. I'm just Uh, jog, then probably get tired. I've got a bit of a belly. (laughs) And only seven con, so... (laughs) Well, very soon you find yourself on the surface and on your way back to town. Short while later, you I'm roll into town. Consult Rohana the Diviner. Okay. You make your way to Rohana the Diviner. The 28-year-old human female. She runs the magic shop in town, and she is built and ripped. Yeah. Uh, but she's also very sick. She's always coughing and hacking, yeah. but she's got like she's got muscles like you've never seen before. Ooh, can you imagine if I enlarge those muscles? What mm-hmm. a woman we could make her for five rounds per level. She sees you come in and goes, Ah, you look as if you've seen a ghost, Mr. Georg. Not a ghost, a shadow. Hmm. Tell me. Uh, I'd... What? I think I just sort of stand there, sort of in stunned silence for a second as I compose my thoughts. Are we alone in the? Yes. Storefront? Is it like is it a simple storefront? Are there shelves? Like, a, is it like a? It is a complicated storefront. There are many things and lying around. Uh, like, but it's you like one, recognize it's one room. Spell I can see the whole room. Yeah. It's okay. So it's not like there could be someone hiding behind a shelf or something that I didn't notice. Um, someone could be like squatting down behind a thingy in theory, no. but they'd have to no. be like. But there's no other. Yeah. I think I asked Melissa, "Are are we alone?" I see no one else. What? Have. What do you know of this mountain or hill west of town that the the dwarves are? Rich with copper ore, they say. The dwarves bring in much copper from there. Did anyone use it before the dwarves? Does she seem at all taken aback that I've just like burst in here looking white as a sheet and start asking questions? Like now I'm about 
I'm, I'm starting to process the, the social situation. Uh, I mean, she did call you out right away. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, but okay. she hasn't okay. said she anything. Just, okay. So did, did anyone use that mountain before the dwarves? I would suppose so. Uh, the dwarves aren't the first to have been here. You are... Uh, I believe you are the diviner, after all. I say, leaning in close. Have you felt anything coming from the mountain? No, 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 no. And it's really more of like some hills than an actual mountain. Um, no, I've. I think the color returns my face as I lean back, feeling a little more secure, maybe less secure. I don't know, but I think for outside purpose or for. For all appearances sake, I start to relax. Do we have, is there a place to have a seat? Is this like a comfortable thing or is it, I feel like I should be shopping and leaving? This is more of a shopping and leaving sort of thing. Okay. Um, but there is a back door that leads presumably to her quarters or to her personal study or something. Um, she says, Georg, why don't you take your time and tell me what you've seen? Perhaps I can help you. I wasn't pulling pulling your chain when I said I'd seen a shadow, my own shadow. We all have shadows. Yes, but I gazed into the plane of shadow to see my own, and a shadow of another thing, a darker thing. The plane and of shadow. I roll like a charisma check to gauge. NPCs, or do I just have to read them from from your portrayal? You can roll a charisma check if you want to try and gauge some like trust her, or like like because wizards the in trust this you're going to have to choose wear. on your own. But you can wizards, gauge. She's not wearing robes of this particular color to tell me her alignment issue. No, they do not follow the colored order in Arcadia. Okay, okay so it's the twenty-seven on a charisma check. She definitely I'm, seems I'm trying to, like, curious. Here, but can I? I guess I'm trying to ask if I trust her, which I, maybe is, I can't ask that to you. No, that's <laughs> got to be up. That's on you. Mm -hmm. um, she seems curious and concerned. Mm -hmm. So I slide my sketch of the amulet across to her, and actually, maybe I'm looking at it for the first time. <laughs> Does it look at all like that sketch in Rule Twenty, or have I like did my scribblings in the plane of shadow? No, it's probably just exactly translate. like that. You know, my, my sketching's pretty shitty. Okay. So, yeah. And it's probably, I probably, did I write Amulet of Malchus across the top? Uh, no. Correct. You, I mean, you could have. That's up to you. <laughs> she looks at this. I probably look, jotted down Drexel. I probably jotted down Drexel, like, in, on the corner. Like, when I was asking, what's this Drexel bit about? And you told me it was written down. Mm -hmm. um, she looks at it and goes, uh... An amulet of sorts? Is this the related to the plane of shadow? It was in my vision. Aren't... Did you have a dream? A, a magical vision? Did you 
Did you? I'm getting a little frustrated that she doesn't feel the gravity of the, of the situation. <laughs> but yeah, no, I saw it with my eyes. Well, a projection of my eyes. You know about planes, don't you? Of course, of course. I'm aware of all the planes. Ethereal, abyss, fire, water, air, earth, shadow. And shadow. Yes. Do we exist on only like one planet? Like, you are exist we... on the prime materia plane. Mm -hmm. um, now that said, other planes like the plane of shadow and the ethereal plane, they kind of overlap the prime materia plane mm -hmm. in a weird sort of way. So wherever that was on the plane of shadow is possibly relating to a, a location somewhere in the world. Like that, that might be relating to a location on the prime material plane. Um, the shadow plane's a little bit yeah. tricky. Mm -hmm. Well, you don't seem to be concerned. I sort of scratch my head. Well, really I don't understand what's happened to you. What is this name here? I look Drexel. intently in, into her into her eyes. It's it's his amulet. It was in the inscription. Um, Drexel. 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 That name... It rings a bell, but I cannot place it. Perhaps you should ask Mildren. Is she an expert on destroyers of world? She is the sage in town. Is mm. Drexel the destroyer of worlds? Something along those lines. I stand up, scratching my head, and... You know, perhaps I will close up shop and come with you. She says. I look to her, still not... Still not completely trusting her. She and I guess pauses, I, might, but I don't know where the sage is, so I'm in... Grabs her keys and then follows you out the door. Or pushes you out the door and locks I think she behind her. out the door to the sage. Because yeah. I don't know what, who the sage is. She walks you to the sage's shop and says, where, where did you find this amulet of Drexel? Uh, I shrug. And in, in the plane of shadow, I told you. So I do not know... How did you get to the plane of shadow? Whence its projection on this plane is. It was a room... The plane I, of shadow? I, 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 I walked not, through the door. Forgive me, I did okay. not realize I was in the company of such such a mighty arcanist. Ah. Uh, I lean in close and I said, to tell you the truth, neither did I. And I give her a wink. <laughs> uh, actually, I'm looking way up at her, aren't I? She's, what, like 6'7"? Um, I don't know her height. She's 6'8", 250 six, pounds. Yeah. Lordy. So she like towers over you. Okay. Um, pretty soon you guys make your way to Mildred. I think I've, I've got a guess at who the super character of your NPCs was. I feel like you, you were excited about some stats you rolled for an NPC a while ago and you wouldn't reveal them, but it's beginning to become a little obvious. Fine. <laughs> to me it I've got a theory. 
I will not say. 18 strength wizard. Um, Girl power. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, Ronnie leads the way to the the sage. Yes. Um, So you you make your way to the sage and uh, Rohana knocks on the door. You guys enter. And you're kind of in the the front door leads just into a very general sitting parlor. There's a few like a, one bookshelf on the back wall, some windows on the other wall, uh, um, some nice soft sitting cu- cushions and couches, and Mildred. Some shrinks office. Kind of. It, it looks very much like a shrinks office actually, but without the desk. It's lots of like sitting. And like little mm-hmm. side tables around. And Mildred sits down and says, So, um, Rohana, uh, what have you come to see me about? And I don't think I've met your acquaintance before. I'm I'm Mildred, the sage, she says. She looks to be in mid-thirties, human, female. I am Georg, the dimensionalist. I look to Rohana and I say, Rohana has, tells me you know some things. I've, I've had a vision and I'm, well, I'm new to such divinations. Well, tell me about your divination. Uh, I will quote you a fee once I know what it is that you're looking for, and I will do my best to provide you with the information as soon as I can. (laughs) I sort of narrow my eyes suspiciously at this woman. Does the name Drexel mean anything to you? Yes. Yes, it does. Well, I would like to know who he was, and I look to Rohana, like, out of the side of my eye, and what, and more about his weapon. Um, are, these, are these pieces of information for sale? They are. Five gold, please. I rummage through one of my pouches, pull out five gold coins. Okay. She counts them out. Confused by this transaction, but puts them aside. I know this was, uh, and goes into a separate room. Comes back a few minutes later with a large tome, dusts it off, opens it up, skims through a little bit, and goes just as I thought. Trexel. I'm like reading upside down across the table. uh, Trexel was a sorcerer from another dimension. He served Malchus during the War of Creation helping to annihilate the Winter Gods. When the war was over, by, by now he was a lich. We're not quite sure where that process happened. He settled here, in our Prime Materia Plane, uh, until he was brought down by the servants of Aster and his phylactery destroyed. He's been dead for millennia, um, but he was one of the more... F- well-known, more powerful servants of Malchus. Uh, one of his only 
companions, mortal companions, during the War of Creation. As to his weapon, he was a sorcerer. He, his weapon was his magic and his phylactery when he became a lich, but that was destroyed. Then perhaps my vision was only a shadow of reality, perhaps displaced in time. I'm sorry I, I'm sorry I came to you in such a panic, Grana. Tell me what you've seen. The Maybe. sage asks this, or? Yeah, the sage asks this. Perhaps I can help you some more. <laughs> no, I'm good. <laughs> um, let's see. They both nod. I... Mm-hmm. It's very standard. You know, knowledge is power. If you're not wanting mm. to share your knowledge, that's super legit. They're not going to push you on that. They understand, you know. But I just paid her five gold for that information. Is she going to be paying me five gold for my information? You could. No, I think I. I think I politely excuse myself okay. and and leave unless they have further questions of me. No, uh, they both the stay behind as you exit. Oh, okay, they stay. Okay. Mm. All right. So then I will. Yeah, I'll excuse myself and go right back to the dwarven mine mine mine. (laughs) right uh, another hour or so later you find yourself back in the mines you make your way down through the twisting caves following the railroad tracks your first torch is already out so you know you've grabbed another torch by now do you have any torches on your character are you like taking torches i have one last torch that i will need to delete right now okay and my candles i gave to Okay, you come across uh, Reptar. He's standing guard um, a little bit further in. He's not actually standing guard at the... He's standing guard like halfway through that 40-foot tunnel. That straight, narrow tunnel. Um, As you approach, he goes, Ah, Master, have you... uh, No, Master, have you found what we look for? What do you look for? Answers, answers. What? What is this? What did you... You left in such a hurry. I, I was worried. I nod. This is... This is a doorway. Another dimension. One made of shadow. You do not want to go there, Reptar. Promise me you didn't look. <laughs> I, I, I paused and looked. I stood guard. I know go through crazy shimmering portal. Uh, is there a way to close? That's what I'm working on. Um, I walk past him. Like, like I said, I moved to walk towards the door. Okay. He um, holds his guard position. Yeah. You get back to the door. And I step back through the door into the Plane of Shadows, same room. Once more, you are in the Plane of Shadows. You find yourself in the same room as last time with the the pedestal, the windows, everything in this dim, colored, desaturated world. This is a, a shadow of somewhere else displaced in time. I do not fear that this is... I, I suspect that this isn't, in fact, the actual amulet of Drexel, phylactery of his soul, whatever, whatever, whatever. What do you do? 
destroyer of worlds. <laughs> I take the butt of my quarterstaff and attempt to pluck the amulet from the pedestal. So attempt to like, mm-hmm. you know, you needle it through the chain. It takes a little bit of finagling, but very quickly you find mm-hmm. yourself with the amulet resting on the butt of your quarterstaff. The words uh, written on the wall before you echoing in your mind, we hide away what we cannot destroy. Drexel the bloodthirstiest weapon, the amulet of Malchus. Um, So if I can't balance it on my staff, I'll start backing out the portal. Yeah, it's not a problem. It's it's a lightweight amulet. And as I back through the portal, Mm-hmm. Pull the staff out last. Yep. Does anything come with it on the end of... Yes, the amulet follows through with you. And now that you're in the light of the real world, you can see that, in fact, it is a gold amulet with a gold chain. Yes, and the gemstones are clear? The gemstones are clear. They could be quartz. They could be diamond. You're not sure. You're not a gemstoneologist. Can I write down what the what the warning said? Yes. Or I'll peek back through if I need to remember. Sure, I will just send it to you in Skype, and then you can do as you please. Okay. The portal's still open behind me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I, like, set this amulet on the ground and sit next to it. Um, And then, you know what? It doesn't activate until you put it on. So I reach out to pick it up and put it in my pocket. Okay, as soon as your fingers touch it, you gain one point of intelligence. No. Oh, God, what have I gotten myself into? (laughs) (laughs) Um, what do you do? Because I figure at this point, you touch it, you realize you gain a point of intelligence. What do you do with it immediately, now that you have it in your hand? I immediately go for the player's handbook to, uh, to look up what that extra point of intelligence gets. That's unlimited spells per level. You wouldn't do that unless you were right about to murder me. Um... I don't think I think my first reaction is to be is to like go through the whole, holy fuck what's going on like I don't think I would physically react to drop it right away I think that's gonna be my second reaction once I think through with my superhuman intelligence what's happening right now mm-hmm. and, like how do you feel your intelligence increasing by one am I just like suddenly aware well of think about like if you get kind of drunk you can feel your intelligence drop by one it's the it's the exact opposite you know. <laughs> Okay, okay. You now have it in your hand, and you're kind of stopped, paused, amulet in hand. And I think I shove it into my pocket. As it leaves your hand, your intelligence drops by one. And I go scrambling to my feet, and, like, stepping back and... Holy shit, what's going on? <laughs> oh man. <sighs> Fucking artifacts and shit. 
is, yeah. So I, I leave the the area. I back away from the portal. Is it um, is it still open? It is still open. Okay. So what are we going to call this? Amulet of Malchus? Drexel's Amulet? Well, it was titled the Amulet of Malchus. Yeah. Yes. It didn't have his holy symbol on it, though, or anything, did it? No, it doesn't. Does he have a holy symbol? That he does. Is it documented, or is that... It is undocumented. Maybe it's documented, okay. I don't remember. Okay. And I go stumbling, dumbfounded, out towards... Out towards Rectar. Okay. White as a sheet. Probably even more spooked than when I saw Rohana. Uh, well, you... You get to him, and he says, uh, what, Master, what is it? I have neutralized the threat, but... The doorway remains open. Scratching my head, head and chin and grinning, I go sprinting back to the doorway. I'll be right back, Reptar. He and I jump back through the portal to the plane of shadow. Okay. Deposit my parchment with the drawing of the amulet of Malchus on it, and then go sprinting back out through the portal. <laughs> you just like put your paper down there instead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyone that comes back, just like, oh, paper drawing of amulet. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, and then I collect Reptar. And I'm probably grinning now, despite being a little uh, bit terrified. Master, portal is still open. Uh, yeah, I'll tell the dwarves. They can do what they want with it. And I'll... But the, but the, the danger to this world is neutralized. <laughs> oh boy, am I wrong. And I go back up the... Okay. Uh, you, I guess you tell the dwarves that you meet at the like surface. A, is there a Hefe dwarf that I would be able to find? Or? A Hefe dwarf? El Hefe, the man in charge. Uh, you find a, a group of dwarves near the top um, that are having lunch. In fact, it's probably all the dwarves are outside right now having lunch. Um, so you run into the whole pack of dwarves. They look mm -hmm. at you expectantly almost, you know, waiting for their updates. Uh, okay. I've got some good news and some bad news, boys. Which do you want to hear first? Bad news. Bad news. You got a portal to the plane of shadow in your basement over there. What? Good news. Good news is the threat is neutralized, but the portal stands, and I'm deconstructing magical objects like this is not a simple task. Can you close not... it? I want a suggestion. Put a seal it in, maybe, or just don't go down that hallway. Put a put a closed sign down that wing. Board it up, seal it up. Oh God! Um, you didn't tell anyone, I, did you? 
No, no, no. Bad for business. Uh. All right. Well, we'll seal it up good. No one will ever be able to get back through there again. <laughs> I'm cringing a little bit. <laughs> Maybe put in a secret entrance for me in case I regret my decisions. <laughs> I imagine by then I'll be able to teleport, right? Or I'll be dead. So you leave them to seal it up? Or so this is a, be... a big decision for you, Ryan. They they will seal I, up that I wall. Say, they will build a fucking say, wall there made of stone. Maybe, I said, hold on, hold on. Maybe I'll be able... Maybe if I learn more and I come back, I will be able to seal, to destroy this magic, this arcane abomination once and for all. Sounds like a portal to the chain of playing a shadow is a dangerous thing to have on hand. I don't it's think a dangerous I won't... thing to have on earth, I say. Yeah. So when I, when I figure out how to get rid of it. Well, if you can't close it, maybe we can break it. I got some nice pickaxes. Oh, no. Are you, smash that are you kidding? You would. You take a pickaxe to a magical portal? It's just made of stone. You just said yourself it's dangerous. You and said it was I dangerous. It. Look, it's made out of soapstone. Gotta be easy to break. We almost broke it instead of coming to you. No, no. <laughs> In Sayor's name, do not, do not break the, the, the portal. Just a, a temporary door. Keep. I know you dwarves won't go through it, right? I'll give you four days. If you can't find a way to solve it in four days, we'll break it to bits. <laughs> Wait, no, what am I to seal it in? Why seal it in when you can destroy it? <laughs> You said hey, you opened a portal? Hey, you brought me to the portal. You opened it. No. Uh, you opened it. Dig you it opened down there. It. <laughs> I... How'd you open it anyway? I told you, you opened it. By digging your way down there. They buried it in rock for a reason. Didn't want anyone to find it. They should have buried it in better rock and not near such good copper mines. (laughs) Stupid people. Who buried it? Really, I think ancient wizards? Who knows? Look, I think you're safer... Just not messing with it. Just putting some boards up and going on with your mining. I told you I I took a look. I neutralized neutralized the threat. But the portal's the portal. Playing of shadows. <laughs> Shit sounds ridiculous. How do we know there's not some sort of demon coming through there right now? A demon that can dig through stone. Maybe it's an Umber Hulk. Those living play in a shadow? Uh, no. 
I took a look and there Good. were no Umber Hulks. You're safe. Good. Could be a Zorn. <sighs> I assure you there's nothing coming out of the portal. Let's just let's just put up a caution sign. You don't really look and... all that convinced of yourself. You, slave boy, what do you think? Slave boy doesn't speak dwarven. Uh, he changes it to says it in common. To which, okay, Reptar goes. I, 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 I didn't understand a word any of you said. And the dwarf Tell replies. Should... The dwarf replies Tell in common. Them... Uh, no. What do you think we should do about that portal? Wizard boy here thinks we should leave it alone, board it up. I say we break it with a hammer or a pickaxe. What do you think? Uh, he... I'm a little surprised he asked Reptar for an opinion. What does Reptar say? This is his moment to shine. Mm. It's a scary portal, brimming with energy. I think if portal cannot be closed, break portal. Destroy <laughs> forever. Reptar, it's not that simple. You can't just you can't just hit magic with a hammer and expect it to break. Sometimes it sparks or explodes. Have you ever seen a fireball? I say, looking to the dwarf. They grow silent. Explode, huh? You would better find a way to close this thing. Before <laughs> we may have found it, but you opened it. This one's on you, wizard boy. Maybe we should go talk to the other wizards. This is too big of a task for you. Look, I'm the dimensionalist here. If if I can't... I can't, none of them can. I don't know. The Baroness keeps... What's his name? Aldric? Aldric the Conjurer? He ought to know something. She keeps him around for a reason. Maybe we should just go talk to him. And on that, why don't we take our second break while Ryan stresses. We'll see you guys all on the other side. Bye-bye. <laughs> Hello, and welcome back to Dicing with Death. So, Georg talking to these dwarves who are discussing going and getting a different wizard to solve their problems for them. Um, yeah. What do you want to do about this? They're they're talking about getting Aldrich the Conjurer, excuse me, Aldrich the Conjurer, to do their work for them. Yeah, I say, but I told you the, the work I investigated. The work is done. The job's done. No need to. No need to outsource. Besides, you wouldn't want word of of, of this getting out. Rumors. You you boys were digging into some magic. What do your cousins think? Better cousins to think we're alive and talk to the wrong wizard, trusted the wrong wizard, than to be dead. Should have just buried that as soon as we saw it. That's the mistake.
Um, give me an intelligence there, Georg. Intelligence check. Can I reach my hand in my pocket and rub the amulet? No. But you have 18 int. What does it matter? Okay. <laughs> um, your mind has been racing. This has been a lot of information. It's been very exciting for you. Mm-hmm. You think magic items to be activated usually need a command word. If a portal is going to be opened, you usually need a command word to open it or a mechanism to open it. I go running down to the... <laughs> no, oh no! <laughs> the only thing I can remember is unleash the shadow realm. Am I really going to shout that at a portal? I run, I mean, I go, I go running back towards the portal. Okay. You head towards the portal. A couple of dwarves come chasing after you, and as does uh, Reptar. And pretty soon, the whole lot of you are running downstairs. Uh, you can out- easily outrun the dwarves, but you get down back into the, the dungeon before the dwarves get there. Uh-huh. Can I roll an intelligence check to see if I remember anything the mouth said other than unleash the shadow realm? Give me an intelligence check. See if you can remember anything that was said. Um, before this one, can I reach into my pocket and massage the amulet gently? Urging on the powers of Malchus. That's pretty metagamey. I think it's something to compulsively reach in your pocket and fiddle as you're thinking. Sure, if that's what you want to do. Yeah, you reach in your pocket. I was mostly going at it from a story perspective. You know, All right, yeah, if you want to. Like... Yeah, you touch the amulet. 19 yeah. in. And oh, <laughs> did I need it. <laughs> Good Malchus. call. Malchus is on... This... Do I feel a spark of inspiration from um, another plane? You distinctly remember the only thing the magic mouth said was unseal the shadow realm. Good thing good thing I asked Malchus for help because I would have said unleash. Mm-hmm. Unseal the shadow realm. So, running into that chamber ahead of the dwarves, I approach the, um, the doorway and whispering so that hopefully Reptar can't even hear, I, w- I will say unseal the shadow realm hoping that it's the command word to close this portal and not to unseal the shadow realm and unleash all sorts of shadow monsters upon us the shadows continue to billow and ripple with their cracks of violet energy i put a hand on the doorway and repeat the same words no unseal the shadow realm no change I think once again, compulsively going for the amulet in my pocket and clenching it in my left fist. I guess it's probably pretty dark in here, isn't it? Unless You've got a torch, I think. Okay. Well, I, then I drop it on the ground, I guess, as I... Or I've set it on the ground, I guess, as I touch it. And then my left hand clutching the amulet, and I one, one more time I'll try again. Unseal the Shadow Realm. No. Oh, shit. <laughs> I take a step back looking at it. Drexel? No. Come on, Ryan. You're a scientist. You're working on your PhD. You can do this. You have the tools. 
Anyway, we can't destroy Drexel's bloodthirsty's weapon, the amulet of Malchus. Unseal the Shadow Realm. Close? No. I already said. I mean, as I I, I uttered through that whole like poem thing. I don't know. If yeah, yeah you. Well, that's fine. No, nothing happens. So I think now I'm chin scratching and the dwarves yeah. probably catch yeah. up. If, if they, they all catch up, to... the dwarves gasp and go, What? God, it's Sayor's name. What is this? I told you it was a portal. I thought I had an idea on the on how to close it, but it didn't work. I'm still like scratching my head. Yeah, so I think my hand's in my pocket, and I'm clutching the, the amulet now. Okay. As I try to run through. Can I remember, like, the words to detect magic that I cast to open it? Uh, you'd have to basically recast detect magic. Okay. So, like, it's not like I could, the last syllable of that could have been the command word or anything along those lines, or part of it could have been the command word. Um, it's possible. It's possible that the detect magic spell itself is the command word. Mm -hmm. It would be a strange command word. Uh, certainly yeah. an unusual, bizarre... Like It would be the only time you've ever heard, even in lore, of a spell being the command word for something. It's a good idea. idea. I'll yeah. do it later. If I, if I live that long. Hmm. <sighs> Are you still holding on to this gem? On the um, it's in my pocket, so no, my hand is in my pocket. But yes, I'm still in contact with the amulet. Okay. Um, yeah, you're I don't know. Starting to get some strange feelings from the amulet. And maybe they're mm -hmm. starting to distract you from your current task at hand, but you're definitely getting sensations from it. Well, if you said unseal the shadow realm. What if I what if I tell you and I look back to where the mouth was to seal the shadow realm? The portal disappears. I quickly like do like some gesture as if like I'd cast this did like to you know, try to pick up face and like mm -hmm. And then I look dramatically to the dwarves. Oh, they breathe a deep sigh of relief. Okay, we can board it up now. We can, we, we can, we can wall it up if you. I told you that there's magic in these stones, and if you try to dismantle them, you unleash that magic upon the world. All right. So until I come back and tell you, tell you how we can safely take it apart, which may take much research. I know you dwarves are a patient lot. We should we should keep people out of this out of this hallway. We don't want an innocent dwarf wandering in and tumbling it on again. So... Just put up a do not enter sign and we'll be fine. 
uh, I pat him on the backs and start okay. pushing my way towards the surface again. All right. Eventually, you make it back towards the surface. It is well past midday by the time you are on uh, out top. It's been a busy day. Uh, when I let go of the amulet, did the gross feelings go away? Yes. I would describe them as unpleasant. Yes, they do go away. Okay. Um, you said the end of, so I guess one more night in the inn. Sure. Uh, you spend another night at the inn, plop down another seven silver, eight silver, I'm sorry. And uh, what do you do? Eight silver. So it's going to be one gold, two silver. Hmm. Next day, I'll memorize the same, enlarge, detect magic, and color spray. Okay. And first thing in the morning, I think I sit out of bed with a, sh- with a start, go over my books, and cast detect magic on this amulet. It radiates with, what is that, extraordinary magic overwhelming overwhelming magic overwhelming yes i utter to myself as the amulet glows glows bright red in my vision um you notice uh, that there are 20 chance there are five distinct magical auras coming from this amulet each one of the three gems has its okay. own magical aura about it the center gem has its own magical aura, and the gold surrounding everything has a magical aura. Uh, the center Do one I get has a. You, get, you only get the school on the center one. And that is necromancy. <laughs> Did you give me a death ray? Why would you give a level two character death ray? This is even worse than the flaming sword, Neil. Your words, not mine. What good could I possibly do with this? Who says you are meant to do good? <laughs> All you had to do is say I trusted Rohana and I could be taking this to her for identification or something. But I don't think I do. I think I may be splitting town with my death ray and starting my conquest of the world next town over. Okay. Leave this town to the bullywugs. So, so I head downstairs after this enlightening detect magic um you head downstairs to find who other but mildred downstairs she is talking to the innkeeper um who is continuing to say no no i'm sorry it's against policy to reveal guests i probably like walk in like (laughs) maybe Uh, i I should i can't take you to their rooms unless Uh, our guests like privacy. What do you think? Why, 
What type of shop do you think I'm running here? This isn't where the Dewdrop is or the Noble Sack. This is Storybrook. Our guests deserve their privacy, but if you would like to leave a message, I will surely deliver it to him when he comes down in the morning. And she said, I think fine, I fine. Okay. Tell him I have found another passage in another book about, well, he knows who, and that if he wishes to know, I can give it to him. I, I think I like step down the stairs at this, at this moment, like loudly clinging. I've got all my, I've got like my backpack on and it's kind of big. So I, she, I make a point of like making my entrance audible. Yeah. yeah. So she turns to look quiet. and goes, Oh, Oh, Georg, Georg. Good, good, good. Um, is, um, is Reftar in the, in this, is it a common, this is just like a little like kiosk thing. Like a, yeah, it's like, like a little lobby desk or something. Yeah. Next to uh, the stairway. Reptar is already downstairs. In fact, he's probably he. When you were doing your research, he went over to the half pint. Okay, so he's not here. She goes. I, I was just looking oh, for you, but this I, ruffian here that pretends to run a decent establishment wouldn't give me your room number. Now, now, I think he's just. I, I like to sleep. You know how it is when you memorize your spells. You don't want to be disturbed. I'm sorry, I'm not a wizard. I, I don't know. I sort of take, I pause for a second and look her up and down. I was like, what? Bit of a surprise. All right. I don't say this, but let's. Mm-hmm. Um, so what is, what's, what's so urgent? I wasn't expecting to see you. Come, I will walk with you. And I like gesture out to the street. She nods uh, and follows with you. Um, well... You see, I, I found something else in, in one of my other books. Um, I, I would hate to be thought a, a poor sage, and the name Drexel rang a bell, and when I, I read what I did, it, it seemed so obvious, and it, it stuck with me, but something you had mentioned bothered me. You said weapon of, of Drexel. There's no mention of any weapon of Drexel, but... He was known for sacrifice, human sacrifice. He had the, um, it's the, the books don't write it down, but it, it said a, a gem or something. Uh, and he would ritually rip open his victims. She says pantomiming like a stabbing motion and a ripping motion. And she giving me the instructions on how to, how to extract a soul from a yeah. body. And, <laughs> and place this gem of sorts inside of it or, or hold it in his hand and plunge his fist into the living heart of the creature. Uh, Mildred, this is quite graphic. Was this all in the book? She nods. There was a, a drawing. I, he had many servants around him in the drawing holding the person down and one hand had a knife and the other hand had this. Well, the book says it was a gem. You, you can't see in the drawing. Um, perhaps a phylactery. Perhaps. But I've always read that liches prefer to hide their phylacteries. I, I don't know. I'm not a lich. Um, but usually those things I, are I, well hidden. 
I look at her skeptically as if I'm not sure if I believe that she's not a lich. <laughs> anyway, she, he would rip this poor creature open and drain its very life essence with his gem. I, that's not indeed. a weapon, but it's, it's as close to a weapon as that can be seen. Um, he was eventually hunted down and killed and his phylactery was found in a, an ancient crypt and it was shattered and destroyed. And How it was we... never seen from again. How do we know it was destroyed? Is that in your books? The books say so. Presumably someone could have lied, but I don't think a... No, no, no. Lich my visions the, the power I'm a dimensionless, I say. My visions transcend space and time. Good, good. Perhaps what I, what I saw was a shadow from the past. I thank you for your thoroughness in your research. Do I owe you any more? No, no, no. I, I would hate to be thought a, a poor sage. Mm -hmm. Reputation is everything, you know. Mm-hmm. Well. Five stars in my book. She gives you I'm a gonna go see smile. Rohana, I think. Okay, hold on. The stream is dying again. It was so stable for so long. Okay, that's good. Um she heads off. What? Iaco PM in chat says, chicks dig a guy with confidence, and who has more confidence than a Tarask? I, don't I know. think, what is your. Hmm? Mr. Tarask? Yeah. Mr. Tarask? How did Mr. Tarask wind up with, those with 45 strength and 35 con? Um, probably because he's insane. Oh, no, that's not a. I thought that was a rule for character. No. Why am I. Why am I gullible? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alright. Well, this shit just got heavy. Yeah. Um, I'm heading to Rahana and I'm just gonna yeah. You find her in her office. Uh she sees you come in and immediately gets up, starts walking towards you, pauses and starts coughing up. Uh she grabs a handkerchief and when she finally pulls it away from her mouth, you see that there's blood on the handkerchief. She takes a few deep wheezing breaths and stumbles over mm -hmm. to the door and shuts it and says, Georg, uh, what, what can I do for you? I, I just came by to thank you for your guidance yesterday. I'm, I'm new to these visions and, well. Well, thank you. Um, is there anything else? No, no. I just thought I should apologize for my unsettling behavior. She was, puts a hand with, uh, on your shoulder. I'm not used to seeing such things, but I, I think with Mildred's help, I've narrowed it down. What I, what I saw was merely, merely a, a shadow of, of the past. She it's, puts a hand on your shoulder. And says, Georg, one does not usually stop by just to say thank you and leave. 
what what is it that you have come to do or say or ask we are i have i have come to change your perspective oh. to to bend and twist the dimensions of space and time as you have never seen before. And I reach in my pocket and pull out a little bit of powdered iron and enlarge her by 20%. She might get a saving throw. She does get a saving throw. (laughs) She grows by 20%. Looks around for a moment. Is it? Is it up to, it grows by up to 10%. So she knows that I'm at least second level if she's familiar with the spell. Well, it's time I hit the road. She chuckles. Uh, She's now, what was she? She was six, eight before. Yeah, so that's 80, times 1.2, 96 inches. Is it like eight feet tall? Eight feet tall. She's now eight feet tall, like hunched over in her shop and like almost <laughs> breaking the roof. Um, and goes, uh, <laughs> my, 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 yeah. my, the dimensions of space are, are shifting around us. Let's go before I get stuck. And I look back out the door. I did not figure you for a prankster, she says. <laughs> and. I go scrambling towards half pint. What is your character thinking about as you scramble towards the half pint? <laughs> this phylactery of souls that I have in my pocket. Okay. And and the whole mess of trouble I could get in. Not your usual town guard sort of trouble, like unraveling the very fabric of space and time sort of trouble. Okay. Cool. Okay. Um, You get back to the half pint and you find Reptar there. He's hanging out, kind of sulking near the front gate, uh, front door. What's wrong, Reptar? I give him a pat on the shoulder. You speak with girl. You make friends. You make kissy faces. You mention temporarily enslaved. She'd walk away. So shallow. <laughs> I am. I am man. I am not just former slave. I am. I am reptar. Great Akuban warrior. These, these girls see only slave. They see exactly what you, what you want them to see. I pat them on the shoulder. These country, these country girls are not worth our time. How'd you like to see a city? They have cities in Akuba? Of course. They have them here? Yes. I figure it's something about a thornwood to the northwest. Out of place. Mm, I do not know, but there's road leading north of town. What time of day is it? It's like morning, isn't it? Yep. Okay. I gesture over one of the gnomes. 
Oh, what can I do for the two of you? Says the gnome. We're looking to head north of town. And we'd rather have some companions so we aren't so down. Looking to make a little coin, you see. The fighter's him, and the wizard's me. You know where, you know where a couple of mercenaries could find some, find some work? I say, my gnomish little rusty. Are you looking to hire As- someone from the Brook of Shire? No, no, no. You've got it wrong, you see. The mercenary, and that's me. Every day Escorts. or so, the dwarves take some ore. I, they have some muscle. I'm sure they could use some more. They head off to Thornwood with everything in tow. And they don't really move slow. There's lots of... The occasional bandit is on the road. And from Black Pine Marsh, there come giant toads and hydras and slugs and well the bandits can be many there can be many thugs a dwarf may hire you for a time if you make it there on time they like to leave quite early well you see i'm almost out of time and I'm really having trouble coming up with rhymes. So, peace out. What's my bar tab? <laughs> <laughs> um, you owe him like three silver. All right. And I think we'll head, I guess, to the dwarves to see if they need an escort on the road as we're heading up north anyways. I was hoping to just get paid to walk down the road was basically what was going on. But if we need to leave solo, we can do that too. Sure. Uh, you make it back towards the dwarves. You get back to the mine, and there are a couple of dwarves outside hanging around doing dwarven things. They see you and go, you haven't come back to reopen that thingamajobber down there. <laughs> no, no. Sealed for good, I hope. Mm, uh, we're, heading, we're heading north in search of, well, bigger towns. These, these country humans, you know. Mm. Indeed. Um. Could always use companions on the road. You, you boys send in a shipment anytime soon. Perhaps need to hire a couple of escorts. We are headed to Thornwood tomorrow. Wait, this is pretty. No, they're a couple miles out of town. Yeah, uh, we're hauling on the last of the ore out of the mine for today. Uh, smelting it down this afternoon or evening. Pounding into Ignitz tonight, and tomorrow at sunrise we should be headed up to Thornwood. Be a three-day journey with our horses and wagons. Is that something you would be interested in doing? We could always use a little bit of muscle. We can leave a couple of extra dwarves behind to mine. If we can hire a person or two to guard the wagons. It's a deal. I'm sure I don't need to vouch for my work. Well, um, why don't you meet us in town square at sunup? 
Back to the half pint it is. Okay. This town ain't so bad. Yeah. You get back to hardcore heroes will have fun. <laughs> if you leave anything standing. <laughs> yeah, should I I that's why I'm trying to leave town. I don't want to open up the death ray while I'm here. Okay. Um you get back to Shirebrook. Uh you get back to the half pint. And There. So I think it's like it's like I'm spending like the whole day there. So sure. if you want to have any, yeah, like half an hour or an hour later, the sheriff comes walking through. He is a middle-aged human by the name of Balrog. What? No, you got you got the names that you stole from me wrong. Tyrus. Oh, Tyrus. Yes. Thank you. You know my character sheriff better Tyrus than I do. Goes. <laughs> Um, he's a... Yeah, you stole one of my character names, you just forgot which one. I stole a couple. <laughs> Let's just not worry about that. Have I not met them yet? Have I not... Hmm. We'll see. Um, yeah, you haven't met the ranger yet. His name is Sturge. Oh, nice. I met some Sturges out in the forest. And, well, yeah. Oh, wait so a minute, Tyrus that's not one of your... In. Oh, you didn't make a character named Sturge, Sturge was did an... you? Was he? Sturge was an NPC in the Qualnir campaign. That's what he I saw. Yeah. He was one of the higher-up. He still yeah, is yeah. alive, right? He was one of the yeah. higher-ups in the, in the Thieves' Guild. Yeah. The, the Goldsmiths' Union. Okay. Anyway, Tyrus uh, comes looking over to you and goes, Hey, you must be the wizard from out of town. Georg, right? Yeah, we met last week. Right, right. Um, you mind if we head outside and talk for a moment? Uh, I got some mighty awkward outside questions to ask you. Looking from side to side. Are they subversive? I say, leaning in, sort of looking around the inn to see if there's like people nearby or how crowded it is. It's like noon, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, they deal with subversion, but I wouldn't say they are in and of themselves subversive. Well, why can't you? Very well. Let's let's go to your. Oh, your. Are you there? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. You were like time traveling and making robot noises. Oh no. Yeah, the stream is lagging <laughs> pretty hard right now. Why don't we... It seems to be recovering. God. I, I will get right, these... So I, I follow... You follow them out? I follow Tyrus inside. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, so he just steps outside a little ways away from everyone and goes... Um, this is a really an uncomfortable question, but I gotta ask you as sheriff here. Would you mind opening up your backpack to me? Letting me search through your things? Um... I know. <laughs> quite, quite the breach of privacy, but... 
I gotta... Let's just say... It's for the public good. The pu well, I never. And I guess I start removing my backpack. Um, okay. He yeah, I, pulls it like six or seven feet away I hand from him you. My back okay. Squawks down and doesn't... starts going through it. It's pretty empty. Scroll case, parchment, flint and steel, pile of ink. I think most of my stuff is in belt pouches. Okay. After he goes through There's it. There's nothing. The amulet is in my pocket. Yeah, he goes. After he goes sure. through it, he takes a look at you and goes, uh, All right, that seems pretty good. Um, mind if I check those pouches you got there? Can I go through my coin purse? I'll I, take a look through it, but I promise I won't take anything. Is my backpack reassembled? Uh, yeah, he repacked it, but he's left it like 10 feet away from you. Maybe if you told me what you were looking for, I could... Oops, sorry about that. Punching my microphone. Uh, you, I could be even more assistance. Well... Mighty awkward. What a... I mean, if you got nothing to hide, it shouldn't be a problem if I just search your pouches real quick, right? You are a visitor in town and a wizard nonetheless. It's wouldn't want any I I say I assure you I'm not armed. in town. Well, wizards aren't armed with weapons, they're armed with some other devices. Is that going to be a problem? Past the point of comfort, Sheriff. I, I'm going to need more information if I'm going to allow you to touch my person. Or any well, of these. Why don't you Lord just... Lord knows, what you do with, Lord knows what you do with this powder. How about you just let me pat them down on either side? Make sure that... I don't actually need to go through them. Just give me a nice pat down on them. Are you ask you permission to grope me, Sheriff? Hey, hey now. It's not how this works. I'm trying to keep my people safe, and I'm trying to do this with as much respect and Where dignity as possible. Where is Reftar during all of this? Hey, he's in the tavern. <clears throat> do I stand accused of some crime here, Sheriff? You do not stand accused of any crime, but I am still Sheriff in this town, and as such, it is my duty to protect my people. And there is a Let's just say there's some word going around town that you might be not quite who you say you are. You seem like a decent fellow, uh, but I'd like to double check. And if this information's wrong, I'd rather not say what it was. Uh, it seems fairly far-fetched to me. I'm quite sure it's inaccurate but I gotta make sure. He's, he's got his magic longsword hanging around on his side, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Moonblade, you've been in town long enough and spent enough time talking to just randoms and overhearing <laughs> things to have no, heard his joking, weapon right? mentioned. Moonblade this is, is his magic longsword. Yeah. I guess Moonblade is... I don't know what that's... I don't know. I don't know if I ripped that off of anything, but 
well, you notice that it's got like white scales wrapped around the handle. The pommel is a giant pearl, and the cross guard looks like a crescent-shaped moon made out of ivory. It's a pretty beautiful weapon, and you have you have heard people in town talking about the sheriff and his you know magic sword moon blade and dispatching the this person and that person that's bothered. He looks at you and puts his hand Very well, Sheriff. If you must inspect my pouches. He pats down. And I start with the pouch of red, yellow, and blue powder and throw a color spray right in his face as soon as he tries to touch me. Uh, It's a casting time one. So I think it like, I think he like, I think I set up so like he goes to touch the pouch and just like explodes right in his face. Okay, you do succeed in surprising him, actually. <laughs> um, Does he there's get... no bonus for having high int. If he, he gets a save if he is six hit die or more. Oh, he's just above the level of the caster. Okay, so he, pres- he gets a saving throw. Saving throw versus spell. There's no bonuses, I don't think. No. Okay. You throw some colors in his face. And he drops to the ground unconscious. Okay, hold on a sec. Well, okay, it's if he is less than or equal, so he's not less than or equal, that'd be 2d4. One or two greater, he's blinded. Three or more, he is stunned for one round. Um, three more levels above you? Yeah, he's stunned for one round. Okay, he stands so I, there stunned and reeling. I pick up my staff, pick up my backpack, stick my head in the door, shout, Raftar, time to go! And I sprint, hoping that Reptar follows after me. Okay. Uh, Reptar chases okay. after you, and if, you know, 20 seconds later, 30 seconds later, uh, you hear Tyrus yelling, Get him! Bellowing, perhaps. Bellowing after you. And he hurls a dagger your direction. No! He can see me? Um, well, we should roll initiative for the next round. If he goes first, he can do a half move and throw the dagger. Oh, shit. You can't beat that speed. You literally can't beat that speed. Oh, okay, yeah. If he... Yeah, okay. All right. So he chases hurls a dagger, it tumbles end over end towards you. Your armor class is just 10, right? I'm a wizard, yeah. yeah. Okay, the dagger hits you in the back for three points of damage. I'm, I'm at one HP. <laughs> <laughs> oh, only had he had one more point of strength. Um... So the dagger sticks in your back uh, as you like continue to gimp down the the road. Hey, and he shuts out. Wait, is not Carl! And uh, you and your slave run. Yeah, we run run down the road northwest, I presume. Yeah, out of town. Okay. I eventually uh, stop and pull the dagger from my back. Well, so I got he, a dagger now for all this human sacrifice, right? So you're running. He doesn't stop chasing you. He's not like slowing down. 
Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, you I only have seven cons, so I think seven minutes. And... So you guys end up go, you know, chasing after you. Pretty I mean, soon, you're both out of town and running down the road. Uh, he's coming after you. <laughs> he's not, is he encumbered? Is he wearing armor? I like to take a peek over my he shoulder. He is wearing beautiful, like emerald green scale mail that looks like it's made from some sort of very large scaled creature. Did you check his encumbrance to make sure he's not encumbered? I believe so. Yes, he is unencumbered. Okay. He's a well-built um, sheriff. So, I mean, I guess we're, I mean, do you want, I, we rolling strength checks or things like that? Is that um, so what is it? Because you're running. I, mean, I think you can jog your con in minutes. There's, you can speed it up with strength checks. Okay. Well, one way, though, he's got higher strength and higher con than you, so he will inevitably chase you down. Um, But you have a few minutes of running if you would like to... So I'm out of spells. I have one HP. I mean, I think if you want want to have the town guard, like, chase me down with their dogs and stab me to death with their magic swords. I don't know if there's anything... I'm trying to, like... Short of like ducking into the bushes, I don't think I'm getting out of this one. Okay. Well, who said um, they're they're not necessarily going to kill you? But they're you and Reptar are running. Yeah, I mean, so I think I'm getting run. Down. I don't think there's any way I can avoid this guy chasing me down. Reptar says as you guys are running, what, what, what's happening? Why are we running? Why is he chasing us? Why is there a dagger in you? I don't understand. Um, I'm gonna. I'm going to reach in my pocket and touch the amulet while I'm running. Uh, your intelligence goes up by one. Boop, boop, boop. Mm. I don't feel, do I feel like, like I feel like a strange feeling, right? You do. Any... Yes. Um, if you focus on the feeling, with... you. Mm-hmm. It's not on. I'm still just clutching it. I think well, it's clutched fine. in my hand at this point. Um, mm-hmm. The, the strange, bizarre feeling is coming back to you, and you feel attuned to the powers of the amulet. Um, I'm just going to tell you what the amulet does, because it does impart this knowledge on you if you're in contact with it long enough. And you were almost in contact with it long enough before, but as soon as you got the strange feelings, mm-hmm. you let go. Um, well, I did use it to boost my intelligence for a check, so... Well, anyway, so I guess I well, can that there are, there's major and minor powers. It's a each of the three gems along the outer rim of the amulet can hold a charge of a spell. Um, each one can either hold an invisibility spell, a magic missile spell, or a true seeing spell. And it takes you can charge each one of those with a little bit of your own life force, um, which takes the form of a reduction to stats. So if you want to charge with one invisibility spell, you take a penalty of one to dex and charisma. If you want to charge with the magic missile spell, you take a penalty of one to strength and wisdom. If you want to charge with the true seeing spell, you take a penalty of one to perception and con. 
So set minus one dex slash charisma for the int for the invisibility. invisibility. Minus Strength one. and whiz for magic missile. And, and perception and con for true seeing. The center gem will it charges through sacrifice and absorption of other creatures' life energies. And when discharged, it will restore any lost stats by one. And only one. So in effect, you could <laughs> keep a charge of all three of those spells, sacrifice something, and restore your lost stats. Or you could charge magic missile three times, and then you'd have to make three sacrifice. Three sacrifices. So a sacrifice is sacrifice. One, a sacrifice restores one stat or three. Restores all stats by one. So if you do three okay. magic missile charges, you would do three sacrifices to restore your uh, the three points mm -hmm. of strength and whiz. Um, Malchus just like puts that in my brain. That's he's the god of chaos. He works in weird fucking ways, and he makes strange deals. Um, you also know that charging the minor gems takes a round, but it will char. You can char do all three gems at once in that one round, and it does require a little bit of blood of the user to be spilled on the amulet and smeared on the gems. Even if does, is that an HP worth of blood? No. And to cast a spell, it requires blood. No, to to charge the amulet. To oh, charge okay. the, the cast, three. But you can cast a spell and subtract that. I could do that, right? I could you suck could, my stats. Right, for this round, you could suck your stats, and then next round, you would be able to use them. Right, to use the, the powers. Reptar, just keep running. I'll meet you in, in Thornwood, and I sort of point up the road as, yeah. Okay. And I slide the amulet over my head. Sucking, leeching my dex and charisma, I guess, to cast an invisibility spell next uh, round. To, to charge, so you're just charging one I'm gem? Char yeah, I'm charging the invisibility gem. Okay. Because you could charge, for example, you could charge all three to be invisibility if you wanted, or whatever combination you'd oh. like. Yeah. I think I don't want to... Be sucking my stats dry, <laughs> so I'm just gonna do one do one invisibility charge. Okay, so temporarily down, or can I do that while I'm moving? Um, you can do a half move and do then charge the gem. Okay, so I guess I slow down. How far behind us is Tyrus? Like half I guess like, he did a half move to throw a dagger, yeah. and then so, he started chasing. So I could presumably do a half move, and he wouldn't catch me quite yet. Yeah, you do a half move in the next round. You'd roll initiative. <laughs> All right, so I slow down to like pull it over my head, <clears throat> do a little twitch as my life force leaks out of me. How should I keep track of these temporary you stats? Know, reach some blood that's from the dagger sticking out of your back to smear it. Oh, you've got to do that to charge it. Yeah, to charge it, not to cast the spells, but to charge it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and then. So you stop to kind of do this, and he slows to a stop mm -hmm. as he chases after you. He goes, 
I try to make it discreet and like it's I mean there's already blood coming out of me, right? So I can right. put that blood on the amulet. Yeah. And I put the amulet on my head. So I pull the dagger out and use that blood, like smear the blood the mm-hmm. bloody dagger on the amulet. Um he goes, I just think, so. Yeah. As he comes to a slow stop, he says, I didn't think you'd be in league with a lich. I thought you were a friendly wizard. Can't believe you betray me like this. As you roll initiative. Uh, I don't know what the speed is for invoking... Three. The power of Malchus. Um, and you go first, actually. You beat his initiative. So I think I just vanish before his eyes and don't respond to a word he says. Okay. Uh, do you stand there? Because you can use it and take a half move, too. Yeah, I'll sort of shimmy away, like, off the road. Okay. And he try to escape. gives a screech, swings his sword where you were. Um, he draws his steel and mm-hmm. swings. Yeah, as you vanish. Uh, and then he's, he cries out. I think. Georg! Georg! You bastard! We gave you sanctuary! <laughs> This is what you do? Whose phylactery <laughs> do you have? We'll find you. Who's are there more than is there more than one down there? What the fuck town is this? <laughs> I don't think I, I was trying to think of witty responses to shout from the invisibility, but I think I just slip away. Okay. Uh, you can slip away without too much trouble. You are invisible after all. Um, mm-hmm. A few other town guards eventually catch up, and you are gone by the time they do, and you can no longer hear their conversation. Um, please add a dagger to your character sheet. Please add <laughs> Carl to your character sheet, actually. Carl is the name of the dagger? Yes. <laughs> I thought that was the name of a town guard. No, no, it's the dagger. Okay, I have my seven decks doesn't cause any problems. No. Okay. Um, I have Carl. Does he a magic dagger? Who said anything about magic? He likes to name his shit. Carl the dagger. Cool, cool. Right, along with the phylactery of souls, which I guess is around my neck. Amulet of Malchus. It's not the the amulet of Malchus. You start calling things one thing, and then it turns out you're wrong, and you're going to get so disappointed. (laughs) <laughs> wow how did Tyrus find out that snitchy sage going brag uh, God, this is one of those moments where I want to tell you yeah. but I probably shouldn't mm-hmm. because I'm the DM and I should keep my secrets that's fine that's but, fine but don't piss off I shopkeepers that cast magic ESP spells Who did I even piss off? Uh, I guess I did enlarge her. Yeah, in I her own she... shop. <laughs> you made her eight feet tall. That was a lovable prank. Yeah. And her lovable prank in response was to ESP you. And then you're like, hmm, I'm thinking about stealing this phylactery I've got in my pocket. Blah, 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 blah. And she's like, oh my <laughs> god. He's got a what? <laughs> <laughs> it's really a big misunderstanding. <laughs> 
I think I'll have to explain myself later if I ever come back to this town. It's unlikely. Yeah. I think as I sh- as I think I shout back to Tyrus. I... Remember, you assaulted me. Good luck with the bully ones on your own. <laughs> and I love those. All right. Uh, why don't we take our last break right here and we'll come back with the close for Dicing with Death this week. So see you all in a two shakes of a lamb's tail. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Dicing with Death. Sorry to cut you off, Ryan, but the, sh- the intro That's ended fine. unexpectedly early. Um, it's exactly the same length every episode. What are you talking about? Uh, yeah. So here I am on the lamb, chased out of town by Tyrus Bellows. Mm-hmm. Amulet of Malchus around my neck. Mm-hmm. It's an what happens if I learn spells with the amulet on and then remove it? You will lose those spells. Well, I'm not even close, but now I can learn unrepentantly. Only trouble is going to be finding people to give me their spellbook now that I'm an agent of Malchus, apparently. Yeah. Um. Oh, let's see if we can outrun the rumors and make our way to Thornwood. Okay. Uh, you continue on your way to Thornwood. It is a 50-mile journey. and on. I guess foot... I meet up with Reptar at some point out of town. Does Tyrus not pursue him, or how does that go? Uh, no, he did. He and his soldiers did not immediately pursue. Um, but we mm. should take this one day at a time. So, so I meet up with Reptar, though? And, or has that not happened yet? Uh, no, that does not happen. You continue yeah. down the road. And eventually, well, we need to start rolling random encounter checks. I guess you're invisible. I'm going to stay invisible the whole time. <laughs> and I don't think it breaks until I hit something, right? Or uh, I rule when you go to sleep, it breaks. That's just my so personal house rule. Mm-hmm. So you can't just like be invisible and then you know travel the world and visit like a silent invisible monk forever. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, bad. I bet the hardcore heroes, probably, heroes cast probably maybe watched the show. I think it would be great if you got them to go on a dungeon crawl where the prize at the end was my little note of the amulet. <laughs> <laughs> or like well, an investigation mission. Depending on how everything plays out, I might do that in a couple of years with a different campaign mm-hmm. with people who didn't know what was going on. Okay. Or wouldn't, yeah. Cool. So it's uneventful. Oh, hell yeah. I'm invisible. I bet animals can smell me though. None of them come sniffing, yeah. sniffing out invisible Georg. I took a dagger to the back. That was not pleasant. No, uh, it only takes Down you two to- days to get to Thornwood. But by the end of the t- by the mm-hmm. time of day where you're getting tired of walking, you still have not run into Reptar. Mm-hmm. That's really strange because I shouldn't have lost sight of should have been that far behind. Like I, there was like a minute delay while I was dodging Tyrus and turning invisible, and then I sort of looped around off the path. 
Yeah, but I think he just he kept running, and you get pretty tired pretty quickly, as opposed to him. Yeah, I don't know what his stats are, but yeah, I got seven coming. I'm kind of portly, big boned, if you will. Yeah, um, a few maybe half an hour after you left the field of battle, you saw Tyrus Bellows and a couple of his guardsmen thundering past you on horses in the direction of Thornwood. Well, is this when I head back to town? I don't know. No. But you haven't seen sign of Reptar. He could be ahead of you because he is faster and stronger. Or maybe he has gone and hidden off to the side. Maybe he's doubled back. You don't know. He could be anywhere. Um, but you do know that these other people have surpassed you. getting a reputation <laughs> and it's moving faster than me so i think i can it's the only road so i'm walking on it but mm-hmm. i'm a little more sullen seeing the horses walk past me or past okay. me okay um, eventually it gets late and you need to settle down for the night <sighs> no sign of reptar i guess i'll pull off the road huddle up by myself I pick up my backpack as I ran, and thankfully he packed it up for me. Mm-hmm. So I'll start a fire with my flint and steel. Okay. Oh, sh- I'm out of torches. I'm out of candles. Out of food. I got two weeks ration, minus okay. like the day that I gave Reptar and the snacks that I had myself. All right. Um, so yeah, you settle down, make camp, go to sleep. It's an uneventful night. You wake up the next morning, refreshed, but quite visible. If I cut again, I'm going to lose a dex to the point where where I gain an AC. Can you have AC worse than 10? Sure. Can I have 11 AC because of dex? I can have 9 AC because of dex. Yeah. Flash eight, ten. There's not enough room in my character sheet for all the stat points I'm gonna need to deduct. <laughs> okay. Um, if I go to six con, do I lose an HP? All right. So I guess I'm getting up in the morning. I'm gonna memorize spells, and I might be. We've been making sacrifices to Malchus. All right, so I always have enlarged. Let's do reduce this time. Hmm. Um, color spray, of course. And. Hmm. I guess I'll throw Featherfall in my back pocket. Maybe I can make an escape jumping off something. All right. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. Your reduces your spatial, your dimensionalist stuff, right? It's my den. Yeah. yeah. It's the reverse of enlarge. Okay. I drop my con to six. I lose an HP. That can't happen. 
So no, no true seeing. Decks of five gets nasty. Oh man. Okay. So I think I will do a mi another minus one Dax slash Charisma. And then two, oh God, two magic missiles. So minus two to strength and wisdom. So minus two to dex and what is your total penalty now? Okay, so hold on. So I got nine. Two, minus two dex, minus two charisma, minus two strength, minus two wisdom. Yes. So I'm at nine out of okay, hold on, hold on again. So I'm at nine out of eleven strength, six out of eight decks, twelve out of fourteen wisdom, and nine out of eleven charisma. I get a penalty of one to my ace or to my AC. But I think that's the only tangible penalty at the moment. Mm -hmm. Aside from skill checks. And I have two magic missiles and an invisibility. You're just grinning. <laughs> well, you are draining your own life for the sake of power. You are a true wizard, Ryan. Hey, right right now I'm just trying to survive. Right. I'm misunderstood, right. been chased out of town by this ignorant Tyrus. There was a second where I, where I thought about charging the missiles while I was running from Tyrus, but I didn't even want that in my pocket while I was... I didn't want to, like, shoot him. <laughs> At that point, if I got <laughs> caught, I still might survive if I talked my way out of it. Mm -hmm. Magic missiles are a different thing. Okay. So, I'm, I'm still visible, by the way, as I'm walking up the path. I have an invisibility spell available. Sure. And I'll um, probably stick near the edge of path with, like, always looking out for bushes or something to dive into if I see anyone approaching. Okay. Let's see, it's 50 miles from one town to the other. You can go 24 miles in a day, but you left around like midday. Yeah. So eventually it grows dark again, and you must make camp once more. You've seen a few other passers-by on the road. Some other people coming from Thornbrook, tor uh, Thornwood to Shirebrook. Mm -hmm. um, but you're kind of a weird-looking wizard, and... They didn't really want anything to do with you. So unless you reach out to these people, they, you just ignore them. No, as long as they didn't like pull out their pitchforks and be like, it's the, it's the warlock that, that Tyrus warned us about. And then I'll... No, it's more of like polite nods in your direction mm -hmm. and then just plodding along. Do I really look that wizardly? I'm, I'm flattered. You got a staff, pouches dangling from your belts, robes. Mm-hmm. You know, probably lock, walking with a bit of a limp. Oh, I could have murder hoboed some of those people. Literally murdered them and stolen their souls and used it to fuel my magic. But nope. I can't fly. I can't deal with minus one AC. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, okay. How, I can, what's, like, 
What kind of travelers am I walking by? Um, the first group is a, a group of adventurers. It looks yeah, like... No, I'm not selling their souls. <laughs> <laughs> looks like two fighters. But if I, see, if I happen to see like a, a merchant traveling alone... Uh, you see a what looks to be some sort of farmer or ag agrarian merchant pulling a driving a, an ox cart. It's him and his wife and the two oxen that are pulling the cart and a whole big load of goods in the back. Two souls? Oh, man. Inside a living, intelligent medium humanoid. This is some twisted shit, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> so they have I feel to like be... I separate my murder from my escape. Like if these people die a day outside of town, he's gonna know that it was Vampire Georg who killed them and took their souls. But if we do it a couple days out of town, maybe in another town. Hasn't heard of this yet. Also, they have to be living when you stuff your hand inside. Color spray is is made for this. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. God. What do you do, Ooh. Georg? I don't murder these people on this on this road, not yet. But I look, I look lustily. I, I think, it, I think it like I, the farmer probably thinks I'm checking out his wife, and like gives me a glare, and I'm like, whoops! I avert my gaze, but really, I was, I was checking out his soul and licking my lips. Um. <sighs> okay. Uh, then I, the night passes, and you the next day also passes fairly uneventfully. You meet a couple other travelers on the road, not very many. Uh, am I traveling too much to be gaining HP? Am I traveling too hard? Sleeping yeah, by campfire? Yeah, it's non-strenuous activity. And I think if you are walking 12 miles a day, 24 miles a day, it's pretty strenuous. Okay. Yeah. And I'm going to be a wanted man by the time I show up in Thornwood. Mm -hmm. Fucking Tyrus, what would I ever do to you? Fucking Rona. Gossiping little unpleasant lady. Well, that's what you get for playing pranks on wizards. <laughs> <laughs> Joke's on her. She played a prank, a prank on a wizard reading his mind, and she... Uh -oh. Gave birth to our next serial killer. Oh, God. Ne the next murder hobo to grace dicing with death. <laughs> yeah. So uh, there you go. So do I pass into the forest at some point? You do pass into the forest a few hours after you wake up on the third day mm -hmm. of travel. Um, yeah. Okay. 
Where do I? I don't even have like a map. I don't know where I am. Nope. Like, there's just one road. Right? There's no forks I can take. It's like there's the road to the Thornwood, or I go wander into the swamp. Um, and no, get... as you well, go through the forest, I guess that's a good point. Um, you eventually come across a river, and as you come to a large bridge crossing this raging river, there is a, a road that continues northward. You can cross the river to the west, which leads you into the walled city of Thornwood. The wall kind of... Uh, you can see the wall on the other side of the river and then down a ways. Um, mm-hmm. uh, or you could take the nor- the road north. Is it like a river crossing or is it just a bridge? It's a bridge over a river. Okay. I'm guessing Tyrus has probably told Thornwood to like arrest me if I show up or maybe he's waiting at Thornwood for me to show up. Guess I could sneak invisible into Thornwood. The point of a con? No, invisibility is the dex. Oh, okay. I'm already at... 9 AC. If I do another charge, I'd be at uh, 8 AC. <laughs> you can't hit what you can't see. So I will head towards Thornwood across the bridge. Do you... Deeper into the forest. Have you charged? What is your amulet charged so at? The right amulet now? is charged with one invisibility and two magic missiles. Okay. Cool. So I was thinking about casting. So I have to bleed when I cast, right? No, just you only bleed when you charge. Okay. Yeah. And a simple so like, say, cut on your hand that just gets a drop of blood out is enough, as long as it's enough blood to smear on all the gems that you want to charge. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, so we head towards Thornwood. Sure. Um, you walk through the forest for a little ways, and eventually you come to the large walled city of Thornwood. The walls are made out of brick. They stand 15 feet tall, and there is a 20-foot moat around the town. Um, there is a drawbridge. Is the moat is, hmm? is it down? Yeah. And gates open? Yes. Uh, actually, no, there's no drawbridge. It's just a, a bridge, a, a stone bridge mm-hmm. that, go, that crosses the moat and leads you to the city gates. Out in front of the gates, there are four guards. Uh, two I on the ground, two before on the they even like, before they even see me. If if I can, they may see me. Before. I'm going to turn, turn invisible. Okay. So I guess as soon as I spot that there's guards, I'll just like touch the amulet and okay. disappear. You vanish you from can, sight. You can continue describing the gate if there was more. Nope. Uh, as you approach, you see the guards. Two on the ground. Two on the wall. The ones on the walls have crossbows, the one on the ground have spears and studded leather armor and shields. They're just kind of idly chatting. Seems to be that the sheriff of Shirebrook has come through with a dire warning. Yeah, Some I sort, sort of, of stop as I'm walking past and listen to the gossip. Uh, they are just exchanging rumors and you know, well, what do you think this this oh god, this stream is dying. Hold on. What do you think this blood-sucking servant of Malchus looks like? I don't know. He's probably a big sucker with nasty features on his face and horns. I don't know. He's 
The way that the sheriff told it, he was just another wizard passing through. Oh, you can't trust wizards. They're all alike, all out for power. None of them give a shit about the rest of us. Well, yeah. Still, if he's coming from Shirebrook, he might be coming this way. What, you really think we're going to have to deal with a wizard? Well, what do you think we're going to do? I mean, what if he comes up? What if a wizard were to come down that road right now, Marcus? What would you do? <laughs> Well, how do you tell a wizard from someone else? I know, right? It's a fucking problem. There could be a wizard. You know, he could just come right through. What if he looks like a normal person? What if he doesn't have those things? Shit. Does that mean we should start questioning everybody as if they're a wizard? Do you just like search their bags? How do you, how do you tell a wizard? I think wizards carry stabs. Yeah, but don't other people? That's true. All right. Well, if anyone seems wizard-like... We should question them. Are you serious? Question them. Isn't he a blood-sucking wizard? Isn't he going to kill us if we question him? Well, we're guards. That's our jobs to stop these people. If a soldier came down the road carrying a giant pitchfork, you know, a two-handed sword, we'd stop him, wouldn't we? Well, yeah, but we, wizard could get here before we know it. All right. All right. Well, if we see someone that looks like a wizard, I'll just tackle him. And and we'll just bind them up real quick, and the guys will come down. And we'll, I mean, if, if you could just overpower him, you know, without his arms, he can't cast his spells, right? That sounds right. They, they need their hands to to magic, right? Yeah. All right. We'll just have to. Oh, hold on! Someone's coming. And they straighten up, and has some people walk out of the town and head out the road. That was beautiful. I, I didn't. I don't know. I I don't know that Gayer would have stuck around for that whole conversation, but apparently he did. He didn't. He didn't want to interrupt. It was the RPs were too good. Glad you liked it. <laughs> um, I'm a little insecure about my quarter stuff now. It sounds like that's a wizard stereotype. the only weapon I'm proficient in. <laughs> but I really think if it's coming to blows, then I mate. Anyways, Invisible Georg is heading through the streets trying to find right. a tavern. Um, you get half a block mm. when you come across a body hanging from a beam stretching between the two buildings on the streets. You see Reptar dangling from his neck. Uh, a nasty sword womb having ripped open his belly. It looks like maybe his entrails were stuck back in. He's dead. There is a sign dangling from him. It says, those who collude with demons will meet this end. Making a monster. Yep. Making a murderer. Isn't that a hit TV show right now? I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it either, but everyone's all the rage. Well, you're making them here on on Dicing with Death. Well, uh, I you would know? never have pegged. Is this Tyrus? I'm, I think Georg is a little bit. I'm a little bit awestruck, appalled. 
dare they? What do you do? It's, good thing I've got 19 int, because my instinct is to go straight from for Tyrus and... Don't confuse int and willpower. <laughs> see if two uh, magic missiles enough to bring him down. How much HP does Tyrus have? <laughs> what you gonna do? I think I will find an inn, I guess. Maybe I leave. No, I can't. Do I have Tyrus Bellows will die. All men die. He's the, he's the demon. Scale-skinned. All right. So I, I had to do it to a tavern, I guess. And you are invisible. All invisible slip in. Yeah. Uh, the door opens invisibly. Someone kind of looks and goes to shut the door. Do you shut it before they get there? I let it close shut behind me and slip in to right. the tavern room. Uh, you're in the middle of a tavern. Um, wait, you're looking for an inn or for a tavern? I don't know. An inn, I think. Okay. What time of day is it? This is probably like midway through. It was supposed to be a two-day journey, but this is like midway yeah. through the third for me. It's probably midday. Mm -hmm. um, okay. And then I'll go to an inn, and I'll try and slip upstairs and see if I can find an empty bed to sleep in. Or maybe I'll just find a house. I'll become visible if I go to sleep, though, huh? You do. And do a nap in during the day, or should I just wait till nightfall? Well, I'm waiting for a victim, so I think I may kill kill time before night, unless something presents itself. I may I'll probably lurk around the inn wander around town invisible throughout the day. I guess if you want to, if there's any information sure. you want to impart it's on, on a lot more itself. Okay. Um, a lot of the buildings here in Thornwood are two or three story. Uh, it looks like the town is actually surprisingly not that big. It's maybe a, a half mile by a half mile and it's walled. And once the town reached the limits of the walls, they had nowhere to go but up. And so many of the buildings are two or three stories, and some of them are quite narrow. It looks like maybe two-thirds of the town is made out of wood. The other third is made out of stone or brick. And, of course, the brick buildings and stone buildings look a lot older. You can see signs of fire scarring on some sections of them. Um, you find it very difficult to walk around town invisible because people don't see you and they will not move out of your way and they will just walk right into you. 
you get bumped into. It's that busy that. Uh, it's that busy. Yeah, but also you're kind of looking around. You're not. Someone is mm-hmm. walking up from behind you, and they don't see you, and then they start like stepping on your heels, and it gets a little bit awkward and cumbersome. But you you manage to make your way around. It's just it's a lot slower. You have to keep like sliding out of the way here and there. Um, or completely retreating or trying to step into a doorway or pushing against people or something. Um, uh, yeah. The town is quite bustling. Uh, in fact, we have bustling music for the town. Um, it's quite bustling and uh, busy. Yeah. Is there anything in particular you're looking for? Souls for the reaping. There is definitely a bunch of poor-looking <laughs> buildings. No, there, there's some poor-looking buildings scattered here and there. You'll find some. I'd like to find a church, kind of actually. Uh, yes, you find a few temples scattered throughout town. I want to. I want to listen for some rumors in the temple, if I can. Hmm. See if I can gather anything about this demon worshiper that was strung up in town. I feel like the church would have been involved. Yeah. Unless Tyrus seriously orchestrated that stunt himself. Um, let's see. So yeah, my plan all had to had to temple and listen. Slip in sort of Follow the priests around. Yeah, I just need to do... I need to take a look at some data. Do you have any Um, notes on this town? I do have notes on this town. Thornwood is the capital of Green County. Okay, so... Uh, you hear, you, over the course of the day, ooh, scattering about, searching temples and walking through towns, the, the, the sorcerer from Shirebrook is pretty much the talk of the town. And right alongside that is the sorcerer's companion, a former slave that the sorcerer had freed in order to do his dirty work in his beastly killings. Um, it appears that the this sorcerer from Shirebrook has a... is trying to summon Drexel from the dead. Trying to create a demi-lich. That's, that's the, the... one of the rumors going around town. And... The wonderful Sheriff Tyrus Bellows came into town, hunted down this guy, this slave assistant, fought him to the ground, dragged him before the count. Uh, the cases were pled. Tyrus reported, or not, yeah, Tyrus mentioned that his companion, his friend back in the other town, had searched through the thoughts of this evil sorcerer found that it was planning to use the phylactery or it was carrying this phylactery of um, of uh, Drexel and that the, these two were in league 
In fact, they had also pissed off some of the Bullywugs. The armorer said they'd come by wearing alligator armor, asking to be fitted with alligator armor that smelled like frog. Dwarves said that, yeah, yeah, they, this sorcerer came by to their place and brought them a bunch of frog legs that they all ate, that they were eating Bullywugs. Of course, the dwarves wouldn't have any of it. Those, those poor souls just gone to waste. Um, the Count very quickly sentenced Reptar to death, and he was slain and his body strung up. Um, the, there's a pretty decent description of you going about. Um, you know, it's a pretty vague description, but it's still, you know, you think about it, yeah, it fits me. I'm a little on the heavy side, a little bit like this, a little What's... bit like that. Um, and it, there's just a lot of, you know, well, Shirebrook, what do you expect from that? One of my attributes is I can... Excuse me? Fortunately, one of my powers is I can enlarge and reduce myself at will. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that'll help. For a few minutes at a time. Uh, a lot of the talk is about how that dirty little Shirebrook of a town, if they accept a, a sheriff like Tyrus, what do you expect... He's some stranger from overseas. Is he a knight? Is he a noble? He's got a last name. And all of a sudden there's this... This... Sorcerer coming from town? My god. What could it mean? Um, but you see that... You have now developed a reputation. You are Georg the... Demon Summoner. Or Georg the Sorcerer. <laughs> Georg the Dark... Georg the Maleficent. Georg something. It, it, um, but you have a reputation that you may not have properly earned, and it is spreading like wildfire. People are eating this story up. And wait until the bodies start to pile up. Mm hmm. I think I want to be discreet at first, but I need my decks back. I need a place to stay. But one HP. Well, we are nearing the end of our time. We started a little late, so we could end a little early. If you want to sit on this and give yourself a week to think about it, we can come back in a week. I don't feel like this is a safe place to rest, though. <laughs> All the more yeah. I guess we can pick it up. Me invisible. Looking for some souls. Okay. Um, so we'll, we'll come back next week, probably, uh, with Think more so. Georg the Dark. Georg the Demon Summoner. Georg Apprentice of Drexel. Georg the Bloodletter. Something like that. These rumors are unfounded. And poor Reptar. A moment of silence for Reptar. Poor Reptar, indeed. He did not deserve his fate. Yeah, you're, you're twisted. What was, that was unnecessary. I, I rolled to see if they could find him, and they did. And from there, it was pretty straightforward. I did not know. I was not expecting that about this, this part of the world. Ah. <sighs> 
it's a tough world out there. So uh, that's it for Dicing with that this week, everyone. We'll see you next week. Ryan, do you have anything you to say before we head out? Thanks for watching. Good to be back. Um, yeah, I don't know. All right, that's it. We'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye, everybody.